0: They say that life uh, finds a way, and they weren't wrong, because in 1993, 1997, 2001, 2015, 2018, and again in 2022, Steven Spielberg's Horde of Dinosaurs did just that. They found a way onto our screens, into our hearts, and possibly some youngers' nightmares, cementing itself as one of cinema's most influential properties. Well, at least the first film did. Strap in and make sure not to move as we welcome you to the Jurassic Park series. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was going to have a little tune going there And then I lost it immediately Good thing we're not in music Good thing we're in podcasts Right Because that would be
1: Because I mean um, we're holding
0: microphones We could break out into something any- um, That what wouldn't am- be fair to anybody What if we did like, let's keep this a secret, but also I just won't edit it out. <laughs> if we ever do a musical, we sing the whole thing. Wow. Um, but One The I'm, first podcast uh, to ever get cancelled. Yeah. But I also know that there's things to do where you can auto-tune your voice. Ooh. So I would be happy to do that. <laughs> auto-tune Jurassic Park.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, welcome back to the monthly movie marathon i am your host <laughs> I, it, it, it always feels weird to say i am your host with the, the most uh and by most i mean absolutely nothing at all to contribute to this oh, conversation right true. now uh, i'm not being hard on myself i'm just you know you can be hard on me nick ah uh, hey, hey that's an idiot. well i'm nick that's Pete, rotten, rotten Certified Tomato Man, as we found out. I am a Rotten Certified Tomato. You're man. You're a certified rotten man. Yep. Uh, what have you? What have you rottenized lately? What's the last movie you gave a rotten score to? Ooh, the last movie I gave a rotten score to. Um, I feel like there's been more tomatoes, like more freshies. Been more, you know what? It hasn't happened yet. Ooh. But my rotten will be Interceptor. Okay. Yeah. Um, and by the time this episode comes out, Interceptor is probably—it's like on its way to Netflix. Would be out there in the yep. world for Netflix. Um, enjoy, people. Yeah. Watch it with the lowest of expectations. Actually, watch it as a comedy, and you'll have a great time. Yeah, I feel like it was one of those ones where some some people thought they were in a serious action film, and some, people and then didn't. some people, mainly villains, thought they were in a bit more of a. Fun action movie, and, and I the lead, gravitated towards the And fun the lead zone. was like, I'm not sure what movie I'm in, yeah, but it's my movie, so I'll do what I want. And you yeah. just go, maybe not. I'll say this about it it's directed by Matthew Riley, yes. who's a famed Australian author, yes. And I read a lot of his books growing up, and I loved them. Uh, it definitely played out like a Matthew Riley book, yeah. Okay. And I saw, so I don't think I was disappointed on that front, I was like, right. I knew exactly how it, it felt like what. And this is his books as well, and this is exactly what the movie feels like—an Australian author writing an American story. Yep, <laughs> that's exactly. And you know what? Yeah. Didn't hate that aspect, but did hate a lot of aspects. Of yeah, um, but that would be so. That would be the, the 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 last and the last freshie. The last freshie would have been. I mean, t- today I finished off my Charlie X alone oh, yeah. together, and that would be that would get a fresh one, that's even fair. though. It didn't particularly do much for me. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't delve very deeply into what it suggests. Yeah. Um, but if you're a fan of Charlie XCX, you'll probably really enjoy it because, yeah, the the doco does a great job of making her seem incredibly relatable, yep. a likeable pop star. I agree. Yeah. I, I felt the exact same way. I knew nothing yeah. of Charlie I like a few, like, I, I, the most I knew about it, I like a few of her songs. Yes. She's got a couple good bangers out there. I didn't even know she was the one who sings a boom clap song. I don't know what that is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and because Pete. I'm not going to sing, <laughs> not until the musical episode. Yeah. Uh, no, the Crash My Car Into the Bridge. I don't care. I love it. The new KFC. Oh, that's not her is that that's her singing though, isn't it? No, that's um icona icona pop. Oh, I thought Charlie XX was the same. No. Uh, well yeah. I know more about Charlie <laughs> XX now through the XXX. Um not, clearly the- not clearly not a lot. <laughs> clearly not a lot. <laughs> um, her, 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 her voice is similar to Right. Those um those two that's a du- that's a duo. That oh. do that. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what? Once again, I'm glad we're not in music. I'm yeah. glad we're in podcasting. You know I'm what? glad we're in but, movies. But also, like, not to generalize, no, no, but Nick is incredibly straight. Oh. <laughs> I am, I am a, as straight as white and as man as they like as much <laughs> as much as I'm trying. Right. He's a straighty. So in, it's in the completely- documented in the documented history of this podcast, everyone knows there has been Many attempts. You even made me an honorary game. I and did. I, and I did. Know and, I'm and and so honoured. Yeah. And a part of me's like, oh, if, should you give it back now that you don't? No, know? No, I don't do know. It <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. Understand your response. Well, yeah, it's all it's, good, mate. It's all good, mate. mate it's, it's all, all right. good, mate. Don't bloody fucking nah, worry, mate. She's all. <laughs> she's right. Um, <laughs> I should. That's probably going to be my review, isn't it? Yeah, yeah mate. Charlie X. <laughs> Proper fit, isn't she, mate? <laughs> Good fucking sort, she yeah, is. Yeah, she's all right, mate. But I wouldn't mind giving her my XCX. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. For those, for those ready to take clips out of context, this is satire. There you go. Uh, this whole podcast is yeah. satire. <laughs> anyway, speaking of this podcast, uh, what are we here today for? Jurassic Park Jurassic slash Marvel. world. The double trilogy yeah. saga. Uh, that is, in my honest opinion, has one great movie, mm-hmm. two okay movies, mm-hmm. two really shit movies, and potentially another, cannot confirm or deny, a shit movie. Uh, but hey, hey, you'll find out on June 9th. On June 9th in Australia. June 10th globally. In, yep. When you'll, you'll find Jurassic out. World Dominion. Dominion you'll th- the cinemas. Yes, you'll find out if it's more Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, or if it's more Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom. Yes. Um, yeah. Which we will discuss, but as you may tell from the tone of our voice, not big fans. No, no. Not big fans. No, no, no. But no, no. I I was excited to go back and watch the Jurassic Park the, trilo- the, the well, trilogy. Well, in fairness, all of them to me, because I hadn't watched them since fallen kingdom came out. In and that's been 3 3 years. Almost yeah, 3 3 years. Uh, 4 years. 4 years. I think it was yeah, 2018. It's 2018 wasn't it? I said that in my intro. That's ah, 2018. That's, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so four four whole years. And four whole years. Whole years you let's guys. Like, break that. Not four half years. Like, four, that's four, four whole years. years. Uh, so I was definitely excited to watch especially Jurassic Park again because right. To me, that is a bona fide blockbuster. Like that is like possibly one of the greatest blockbuster films it's, of yeah, all time. It's the epitome of what it is to make a yes. giant film for the big screen. Yep. Which I'll just quickly segue and say yep. we are fi- We are seeing that again at this very moment. Absolutely. A little film that we talked about last month Yeah, called... Top Gun Maverick yes. has gone fucking gangbusters at yeah. the box office. So we're recording this episode just after it's opening weekend. Yep, And, and it's, it is killing. Like it's, I think it was, it was like 150, 160 US, 160 US 150 worldwide. Like or something. Two, so it made like $300 million worldwide. Insane. It got an A plus cinema score. It's like 98% fresh. It's people. I am yeah. one of those 98. Cause I gave, I gave it a, I gave it a glowing five stars. I'm seeing a lot of people throw it around myself included as saying, it's my favorite movie of the year so yep. far. Uh, but you're right. It's like a bonafide block. And it's, it's, and it's bringing, no, for so long, there was a certain, um, demographic of people that weren't comfortable going into cinemas. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that was traditionally yeah, right. older people. Yep. Yep. For sure. Top Gun Maverick has pretty much brought everyone Every, out. Everyone's and out of the woodwork for this. this. If, Kids, teens, young adults, adults, older generation, men, women, like you don't even need to have seen the first film to enjoy this. Yeah, for sure. Like it's, it's a rarity. They cover enough bases of the first film that you will get what's going on. Yeah. Definitely. There's some more, especially in the emotional investment of the film with Maverick's relationship with Rooster. Yep. It helps to know oh, helps. Absolutely. to have seen the first film. But yeah. like you said, it's so accessible. Yeah. And by the time you get to that like that third act, that last 45 oh. minutes, you forget everything. You're like, yeah. it's it's still emotional, but it's all about the spectacle on screen yeah. at that point. And the reason that we veered off into top yes. Gun territory was because the first Jurassic Park, it was it was that phenomenon. It was yeah. like we hadn't really seen, we hadn't had like really since jaws, jaws. yeah you know, which is another spielberg movie like interesting though. we he just knew especially in the 80s 70s 80s 90s he knew how to deliver the types of films that probably seemed impossible yes to Everyone else, yeah, it's it's film on such a scale using animatronics, using you know these practical effects, and we talk about films making so much money. Yes, Jurassic Park made a billion dollars, billion dollar movie, and this is a billion dollars in the nineties. Mental, like that's that's that just doesn't happen. It's it's it was unprecedented yeah. then, especially for 1993. I yeah. mean, it's and I wasn't even born then, so I didn't even know how it would be unprecedented. Right. But even as a little fetus in the late 1994, <laughs> I still understood the gravity of Jurassic Park. And it's one of those things that on rewatch, f- fuck, this movie holds up. Like effects oh, wise, hundred percent, it's incredible. The the CGI, even though it is like slightly dated yeah. compared to today's standard, it is still amazing it's still for amazing the 90s. it yeah. looks incredible uh as a as a structural like as a narrative too really entertaining oh yeah i i was hooked from beginning to end yeah. and i've seen it like 20 times it, it 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 just knows how to tease like it has enough action yep. but it doesn't let the action be the sole reason that this film For sure. remains in your memory because it's, it's it good has at building it all up. Yeah, it builds it up. It gives you characters that you care about. It gives you characters that you hate, which is intentional because you yes. want, you know, not that you want to see people get hurt. But you kinda do. But they give you char- like character archetypes that you're like, okay, you're gonna live, you're gonna die. I'm gonna feel really bad if you die. Yeah I'm yep. not gonna feel bad if you die. Oh my god, you got two little kids. And this film has no problem. Putting those kids in genuine peril. Oh, 100%. And also, you sort of think, I kind of feel like one of these kids is going to die. And that's just the way Spielberg captures it yeah. in my, like, the way he shoots it. I'm like, the, he's you're always, as the audience, in the center of the action. You're never just observing. No. Like, you are getting attacked by like, dinosaurs. Perfect, in this movie. perfect example is obviously in the middle of the film when the T Rex gets loose. Yes. And the two kids are trapped in the car. And like you just have this you're, But you're like In that scene with them Yeah uh-huh. You know Like yeah. you're not just like Sitting back going Oh You know Like you feel it Like oh, when it cr- Like the The roof crashes down on them And they're getting crushed And There's just these yeah. Gnashing teeth Oh god Yeah It's a great movie Um, And do you know who else Thinks it's a great movie Probably everyone Probably everyone Would be correct Yeah, Because on Rotten Tomatoes Jurassic Park 92% Ooh. critics 91% audience Yep that makes sense. I mean, checks out. It's it's arguably one of the best films ever made. Yeah, So it makes complete bloody sense. And then talking about Spielberg and the way he sort of builds up, he does this in The Lost World as well. So I'll give him props for that there. The opening scene of the film. Of Lost of, World? Of, of, or Jurassic Park, Dr- of Jurassic Park. Of Jurassic Park, but yeah. he, Sorry, he does it as well in The Lost yeah. World. Is, is that perfect sort of game? Like there's enough intrigue being built to be like, okay- even if you'd never seen Jurassic Park before, you'd be like, all right, there's something interesting going on here. We got the way he's sh- backlighting and there's all these like hunters and poachers and stuff. And then we get like rattling of this cage and like, what the fuck is in that box there? Making all those disgusting, growling, roaring noises. And then someone's getting grabbed and ripped and thrown apart. And you're like, oh, this is genuinely violent as well to start the movie. For me, it's like the perfect the perfect intro to the film because it captures the tone, gets you intrigued and looks amazing. And because I this was a film that I mean I remember seeing when I was I think I was 9 or 10 and it's it's weird like obviously I remember films from being young but I just like I distinctly remember seeing this at the drive-in, right? That would so, be fun. So you're sitting in a car yeah, yeah, yeah. when dinosaurs like to attack people in cars. So yeah, apparently this movie made you find that out. Yeah, a fear you didn't think you'd have before watching this. But I remember like I remember those like the the opening scene like just the immediate shot of the the guy with his arm in and he just gets lifted off the ground like yeah. and it's and it's weird cuz you look at it and go it's kind of a, a movie made for like it feels like it's a movie aimed at families. Yeah, there's that's like where Spielberg always catches yeah. people off guard because like he makes the majority of his films when you think about, it, especially like E. T. Yeah, and stuff like he and it's I oh, am like Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Yeah, which I guess is not really a family movie at its core. But also but E.T.'s not either. Yeah, there's some like there are shit things like movie. you know yeah. like the the army like going after the family and going yeah, true after, you know yeah, yeah. like. A few e. jump scares here and there. Yeah, but like it's kind of like you have that opening scene, but then up until things go ape shit at the park, you've got this very yeah light, quite light-hearted adventure movie. Adventure movie. Yeah, movie, yeah. because you know you've got Sam Neil and Laura Dern like being asked to to go to check out this park, and you yeah. and you see like that you know the epic shot of Sam Neil turning. Laura Dern's head, yeah, and her getting out of the car and taking the glasses off, and you just see the dinosaurs, it's and, so it's, iconic. and it's just the mo- like it's just that is perfect yeah. acting, yeah, from everyone in that because, scene. That is perfect acting because you would be just completely taken aback, God, yeah, but also so like the fact that it's so it's the wonder of you know just that of creatures that are millions of years old yeah. back here in like normal day, and it's. And, and again, that's a testament to how Spielberg captures those moments of, of awe and wonder, yeah. and like he he has this beautiful way of making fantasy reality and making it feel real. I think that's like his major thing. Obviously, you see that with ET; it's a it's an alien around, but it feels real. This park feels real, if, and all the science that's explained feels very plausible, even though it's probably not. I'm not a doctor. Or a singer, so I don't know (laughs) anything about those two things. But when I watch it, I go, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you just extract the DNA from a mosquito and a fossil and make millions of dinosaurs. And again- if a little if a little cartoon guy is telling me about Mr. It, DNA, I'm gonna listen to him hundred percent, you know we this may go over the heads of a lot of international audiences, but in Australia, we grew up with the drug and sex talk from a giraffe puppet <laughs> from, called Harold. We believe anything in Australia. so if, if animated Mr. DNA is going like, I can create dinosaurs, I'm like, yeah, yeah, cool yeah of course you can mate. And also don't let the giraffe fuck you." Is what I've learned as a kid You know where I thought That was gonna go Yeah A part of me was like Oh because we have And it's Dinosaurs in Australia No I was like oh because we have The little paperclip man On Microsoft oh my- <laughs> <laughs> He taught me sex education he, And he taught me how to do things Yeah yeah he I don't me- want to save that file <laughs> But uh, do you want to go on this little website here? <laughs> <laughs> www.po. Anyway, uh, <laughs> thanks. Thanks, fella. Thanks, clip, clip boy fella. Um, going back a little bit towards the beginning of the film as well. So we've got that great opening scene. And then obviously we've got the character introductions in which Sam Neill has one of the most iconic moments, the funniest moments, is when he basically tells a child, and again, bringing to the point of like, this is a family film with moments like this. Mm-hmm how a raptor could rip his insides out with their, with their claws. And I just love that. Like the complete disregard that this is a child and being like, Hey, respect these dinosaurs or they're going to rip you to shreds when Mr. DNA makes them. But I love that. It's a, it's, it plays perfectly into Sam Neill's character throughout the film because, you know, he's paired with, Young children, when he gets to the park, yes, yeah, yeah, and they're so, you know, they just want to talk to him, and yep. you know, and he's just got no time for them, and it's it's kind of good to see that it was something that was continued throughout. Whenever Sam Neill appeared in uh, a film, the kid, like, it was never like he he did he never like sec- he was sec- never warmed, and it was never a case of like, oh, I finally had a kid, you and yeah. you know, it was just like he just has no, you know. He has no interest in them. No, but at the same time, when he's forced to be the hero, it's not like oh great, I have to save kids. He's like, I have to. He's actually a good. He's actually a good human. He just doesn't want kids. I do love. Doesn't want to see them die. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) no, no, and and that's like he's actually. He's a good human. He's and he's a great protagonist. And it's like I can completely relate. I wouldn't want anything bad to happen to children that I saw, but But at the same time. I don't fucking want any. kids are shit. Yeah. Uh, It's a a great line in the film. That'll be taken out of context for sure. Oh, I hope so. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I pray for it. Uh, There's a great little moment where John's kids, or grandchildren, run down the stairs past uh, Sam Neill. Mm. And he goes, what are those? But he was obviously talking to... About something else to do, like yeah, there was yeah. a plant or something he's looking at, and Laura Dern goes smaller versions of adults. Yeah. And I was like, that's a great little like, great little throwaway line uh, about his disregard for children. As you mentioned, John, yes, played by Richard Attenborough, yes, who is the proprietor of the yeah. park. Or yeah. as, as we like, it's like his idea, it's his idea. And we find out in later films that there was a lot more. Going on it. in the background. But, yeah. you know, it's his park. It's his idea. Yeah. Um, but something that I really found on rewatch... Yep. I despise his character. I I agree with you. Um, I- he's... Some of the things he says, um, particularly to the way that he treats or speaks to Laura Dern... Oh, God, yeah, yeah. Um, and she, I mean, she does call him out on it. Yeah. But in general... I did not I I remember I remember like like well because I had no like as a kid it nothing registered for me. Well no that's it you're not looking for the nuances of like what this character's motivations are. However, watching it now and understanding what his motivations are, you can read between the lines as sort of how he's actually kind of a piece of shit. Yeah. Like immediately he opens a bottle of wine in their fridge. Yeah. That they, yes, they wanted to that they save. say they wanted to save. Yeah. And yes, naturally it's for a celebratory cause because he's like, come to my park. Yeah. You're um archaeologists, I've got dinosaurs. It all makes sense. Yes. But I was like, but you walked into their house, uninvited. Yep. They walk in and find you and you've opened up their champagne. I'm like, mate, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. And it only gets fucking worse from there. <laughs> and it's sort of like how he's using them anyway to yeah. sort of to find out more about these dinosaurs and, yeah. and sort of find- It's like, mate, you should have done your own research There's and an- brought them along just as spectators, not yeah. to bloody pick their brains apart. Willing to screw people over to get what he wants. Yeah. There's a great throwaway line. Not th- Sorry, it's not a throwaway line, but it could have been easily missed mm. when Nedry- uh good old Nedry I guess you could argue the villain of the movie he's well as I said in some regards as I said earlier there are certain characters that if something happens to them you're not going to be too disappointed and he's one of those he's one of those characters you you see him and you immediately like it doesn't take long for you to go okay you're the sort of annoying yes like he has a very annoying demeanor um And Uh, he's trying to basically, like, scam his own company. There's a a company who want him to steal the embryos. And he's happy to do it. And you just know, okay, you're definitely going to get your own at some point. And when he does, it's amazing. It's a great scene. And then speaking about sort of getting – doing what he wants to do or working for these other guys, the throwaway line Mm. is about he says to – whoever's in that tech room, like the head of the tech room, mm. him and Samuel Jackson and, and Nedry goes, don't get cheap on me. That's what Hammond did. Yeah. So you obviously can, it's like that little throwaway line where you're like, oh, so like these guys are probably getting underpaid or working overtime yeah. to bring this to life and Hammond's not treating them right and he's not paying them well. And that's why he's gone. Well, this rich company wants me to steal embryos and they're paying me a pretty fucking dollar to do it. Yeah. So yeah, it adds again to that that whole scheme where Hammond's actually a shit bloke yeah. who is who he ultimately he's just a billionaire or a millionaire who wants to create a park of dinosaurs and he's like I'll I'll do whatever I need to do but I also want to stay a billionaire and I think so I'm gonna fuck people over to do it yeah and I think because he's it's in this guise of like a quite meek Yep. Older man Yeah, You sort of think He's got a bit of Sprite about you him You sort of think Like sp- how dangerous Could he possibly be And you just go Oh as a young man You imagine He would have Fucked over Everybody possible Proper Rupert Murdoch vibes Yes Yes Proper Murdoch vibes yeah. have, you, have you watched Succession? No Brian Cox's character Logan right. Roy Big Big time That energy yeah. So you know Just rich Rich white so people Doing rich like white r- things if Rupert, if Rupert Murdoch Looked like Colonel Sanders <laughs> That's who, that's, that's who John Hammond is. is. I mean, which is great when, as a kid, you yeah. not you don't no. You think just that. see, you just see an old gentleman in white and a white hat and be- a he's walking stick, and you are like, "Oh my god!" And then, oh no, he made the dinosaurs. Yeah, there, yeah. and then you rewatch <laughs> it and just go, "Oh man, he's got real nice grandkids." Yes, like they're not they're not fucking seas. That's another <laughs> thing. That, <laughs> that's another thing that I actually appreciate about this film is that. The kids aren't precocious little shits. No. And even though the young boy is yeah. supposed to be intentionally annoying to Sam Neill's character, yeah. he does it with a way that you're like, if I was that kid, I'd be doing the I'd same be thing. Asking, he's like, I've read his book. Yeah. I know everything about I was like, I you're, you're a little kid at a park where there's actual dinosaurs. And your hero is there. Your hero is there. And you like dinosaurs. Of course, you're going to be talking nonstop about it. And I loved it. I yeah. loved every second. But I do like that they made the kids... Likeable, which is yeah, something that sure. later films don't necessarily do. No, uh, yeah, actually, I don't think there is a Jurassic Park after this, or Jurassic World with a likeable. Oh, to me, the kids in Jurassic World, I didn't mind. Actually, no, fair point. I, um, well, I have reservations about one of them, but yeah. But yeah, yeah. Um, overall, overall, um, yeah, the strike and rate is low. Yes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if this is your, if your high bar is like these two kids, you're like, mm, okay, right. yeah, you've yeah. started too strong. Yeah. Um. Obviously, you can't not talk about Jurassic Park and not bring up the score. Clearly, which I is mean, what we st- <laughs> alluded to at the beginning. Sang in the beginning. The iconic theme song that is used throughout the Straight whole saga. Out. But even still, in the, in the smaller moments or the more, I guess, adventurous, inquisitive moments mm. for the characters, there's still this, this John Williams score that is just and I, unbelievable. And I like that... You know, obviously, we have that that main immediately recognizable score, yeah. but I like how that the the, the notes of it, yeah. that is incorporated into everything else. So yeah. you know that it's this consistent, cohesive yeah. score, yeah. but things still sound different. But it has the same sort of like, um, I guess, melodic. Mentality to it, yeah, absolutely. There's smart words, that and I'm you sort say. of get it. Like the first time you really hear it is when they're flying the helicopter into the island. Oh, you get that slow. A, it's like the more like the. Yeah, d- that's d- such a great, oh, a great looking shot. shot. It's so fucking good. And then we obviously get, like, the full theme when they see the dinosaurs for the first time. Um, But even tense music, the music when, like, the raptors are in the kitchen with the kids and stuff is terrifying. It's, like, a truly, like... It's, like, a horror soundtrack. uh, Because it's ultimately, like, a horror movie at that point. It's very much the end of Jaws when they're getting stalked by these killer creatures. And I think on that, like... The sequences involving the dinosaurs oh, where God. people are in peril are legitimately terrifying. It's so cool. You know, like, and it, and the thing that I, you know, obviously towards the end of the film, it it kind of gets. It builds up a lot more because oh, the, yeah. the raptors are free. The, the dinosaurs are free in this yes, park. Yes. They're roaming around. It gets but, crazy. And then dinosaurs start fighting dinosaurs. Yeah, it becomes but, really big. You know, the first sequence where the cars. All essentially like break down because yes. they're on electronic um, Yeah, it's it's a it's ultimately like a roller coaster yeah, yeah, yeah. sort of So track, the cars yeah. all break down because the T Rex has gotten free. Yes. Yeah. And you don't really know that quite yet. No. And you realise, okay, if the power's oh, gone down I've got chills thinking like about the that. The power's gone down, yeah. which means the electric, the electric fence fences has gone down. down, which yeah. means the T Rex can fucking get out. Oh. And I like that that scene is just like, you look at it, you've got where they're all sitting in the car and Mm. the little boy looks at the glass of water. Yes. And you just see the glass of water. The vibration. The vibration. And that is like, to me, that is like the physical manifestation of the Jaws theme song. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's just, it keeps like building and you, and you're going like, and you look at it and just go naturally. Yes you're going to be inquisitive about what that is. Mm -hmm. And then the T-Rex, you know, is free. And the thing that I like about it is it takes a while for you to see the T-Rex in its entirety. Yeah. No, you see the foot go down. You see the eyes next to like everything's So it's so well done where he knew I had to have, I had to have CGI for the big shots. Yeah. But then obviously everything else can be animatronic. Yep and it's done just so flawlessly. Oh, it's done so like well. It's, it's so, it's, so it's it's like it's like this and Terminator 2. Right. Are like two I can't believe those films are like 30 years old at this point. I know. And they but still today look those amazing. those are the films that you look back and go CGI like cuz you see some films nowadays and go CGI is shit. Oh, oh. And you think we have so many advancements in technology fire and explosions. I can notice when they're so fake, but you see this film and just go "Fuck!" when it's done correctly. And when people don't necessarily like put their, they put their money to good use Uh, and they have smart people who know I don't need CGI for everything. Like sometimes practical is better. Yeah, for sure. And this is a film that proves you don't have to go CGI on every single shot. You know? And it pays off because oh. the moment when, uh, like we were talking before, when the T-Rex is trying to get to the kids in the car oh. and they're like holding that perspex up. Jesus Christ. That real mouth looks terrifying. Oh. it That's why it's so scary because it feels so real. I read the best behind the scenes story yeah, yeah. was when <gasps> yes. the T-Rex was- Essentially down because yeah. you know, and then it mal- quickly malfunctioned and, and it came, became alive, yeah, yeah, and it freaked everybody out. And I was like, I would be fucking terrified. Like, oh, I know 100%. that nothing necessarily, I'm not gonna get eaten. No, but your mind's telling but you I'm like, like that looks like a real yeah, thing, Like, it's like what I think about in um, so the Universal Studios, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Jaws, which is no unfortunately, the Jaws ride is no longer oh, really, they've gotten oh. rid of it, oh, but like, shit. I always thought of that. In the case of, you know, have I've watched videos of yeah, it. I where know you how, go yeah. down into water and the shark you see the fin oh, the yeah. the fin swims near you, you go down a bit further and then jumps up and Yeah. yeah. And in my mind all I can think of is like Oh, if you happen to fall into the water, That's, nothing's yeah. going to happen to you. But at the same time, yeah. I'm like, yeah, but there's a fucking. There's, still, a an anima- there's still an animatronic there. shark in there well, that would just. It would just. Yeah. Unnerve It's you. unnerving, yeah. Because yeah. you never know. And also, yeah. we watched Willy's Wonderland where all those those animatronics come very, to life. So it could be yeah. based on a true story. Um, allegedly. Uh, <laughs> it's the same with the Jurassic Park ride, though. When the T Rex comes down, yep. you're like, it's not that fake looking. It's quite good. And I've. I've done the Jurassic Park ride twice. Yeah. Um, the first time genuinely scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you know, you, you, you go up. You're going up really steep. You go really up steep. very, very high. Yeah. And then you're straight for the whole rest of the ride. And you're like, yep. I know that I'm up really high, which means I have to come down at some point. <laughs> and you go through, and this was before they've sort of, Re- rebranded Jurassic world. world now, yeah. But this was where you go through, you see like the Raptors, you hear the, you hear their calling. Yep. they sort of spit stuff at you. Yep. you see cars, you see like dead bodies and yep. shit, and then you go up again. Yeah, and you're like, fuck, I've already <laughs> gone up. I'm now going <laughs> up again, and all you see in front of you is waterfall. Yes. Yep. And when you get to the very very top the T-Rex's head comes out at you, yep. mouth open, and then you drop vertically so fucking right fast. down. So that terrified me. Both the-, the Well, yeah, because it's both, all, It's both, the it, one too, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it? <laughs> it's like it comes at you and then you drop. <laughs> but then after I was like, okay, I survived. And you, you get a shirt that says, I survived Jurassic Park the ride. Oh, that's pretty which great. Like, oh, cool. That's pretty funny. So then I was like, cool, nothing can hurt me now. Because I've survived oh, of dinosaurs and a drop, so we did it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Second time we did it, the water and the waterfall at the end oh. wasn't working. Oh, so you so you just see this dormant <laughs> face, which in some ways is almost scary, more scary cause because it's because just you're like looking like at waiting. it because it's just waiting literally like waiting, and you get and you're just there going. I just oh, my toes just came up, and like up. you don't, because then you go. When oh, at some it point, it, and then it all of a sudden just go, and it just wakes up, <laughs> and then you drop. So that was almost more terrifying because the whole time you're going up this hill, Holy you're seeing shit. this fucking dead-eyed <laughs> T-Rex in you front when of this you. Happened? So this was, I was about, I think I was about fourteen yeah, or fifteen. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And I'm not a big roller coaster person yeah 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 so the fact that I went on something twice where you drop vertically vertically like yep. straight down but it, it's yeah, over it's over within a couple of seconds okay. um, so that's yeah that's <sighs> that was a complete um, no but, but, in, but in, yeah. in fairness, like that's only it that's obviously a scary because of the elements of the roller coaster I'm yeah like, but it works because but you're linking it back to the movie Jurassic Park yeah, yeah. and how terrifying because then you're also the like T-Rex oh was. wait a minute. Jurassic Park was essentially a theme park. yeah. Oh, I'm now in a theme park themed on Jurassic Park. Well, fuck you, Steven Spielberg. (laughs) How's that for years? I didn't know. How's that for Inception? (laughs) Um. So, I mean, looking at some of the notes I have here, there's still. I want to sort of touch again on the. This is like a family adventure movie. Mm but also not Steven Spielberg loves pushing the boundary when they feed the goat to the Raptors. <laughs> I, I just love how she's like, you're going to feed, you're going to feed the goat. And, he, and then she's like, I happen to be a vegetarian. It's <laughs> that's, <yeah>, that's a <laughs> great fucking line. Um, just ridiculously violent. Yeah. And then it comes up, it's all mangled. And then when they're going at nighttime, they find the goat's leg drops down Mm-hmm. In front of them, it's just yeah, it's fucking horrifying. And then the other part that, um, as a, I mean, it's still terrifying. Now, as a kid, when Laura Dern is, so you're obviously towards the end of the film when yep. they're all they've all been separated through whatever yes. has happened. Well, because you know? yeah, basically it all sort of begins when the power goes yeah. out, and then some and go like to Sam get Neal, help. Some Samuel goes to save the kids, and then yeah, they get they're on their own. Journey. Yeah. Laura Dern's back at the park with Richard Attenborough and Samuel L. Jackson. That's right. Because and, the and, oh, it's the the triceratops. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So got that even that practical effects was incredible. Yeah, yeah. But you know, she's then asked to go to the um I guess the generator to oh, turn, that's right. to turn yeah, yeah, everything yeah. back on. Yeah. And you know, she goes to the that and then she knows that Samuel L. Jackson has gone already. And you don't hear anything from him no, again. No, he's done. And then she gets there, and his arm just falls on her, <sighs> and she's like, "Oh, thank God!" And then you realise it's she a severed away. arm. It's his severed like, arm. Like that's terrible. Like, and again, it's it's gory too. It's There's gory blood for, all over for a movie it, yeah. that's still rated. No, no, it's been changed. It's been reclassified. This was initially a PG rated film. I know. The 90s were a different time, eh? Like, this is like, (laughs) all right, remember, like, you see a dude get eaten when he's sitting on the toilet. Yeah, which like I love that straight shot. Straight too. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's yeah. another character that you like. I'm not sad to see. Yeah, the, the lawyer of the investors yeah. who's there to he's make like sure make sure everything goes to plan. Yeah, <laughs> has to report <laughs> back to <laughs> the, <laughs> the investors. <laughs> the, the, the irony of it, all. Know, classic. And then he obviously runs into the. He's in the car with then when the T Rex breaks through the and, and he's a coward. Coward leaves the kids, runs to the, the toilet, toilet, and you just sort of think, yeah, I'm glad that he gets eaten because oh, that's so so and, but fucking good. And then that goes back to how well the kids are portrayed, like yep. how she's, the little girl's just like, he left us. He left oh, us. She's an incredible And I'm like, yeah, man. like a kid, like you're thinking, you should be, like yeah. I'm ter- I'm, a, I'm, a 12, 12? Yeah. Maybe, yeah. You know, you sh- you're you the adult, you should be like making sound decisions and yeah. because he's just a piece of shit, runs off and they're just like left in complete shock. Yeah. You know? <sighs> and they're so good at playing the shocked as well. Yeah. Just, uh, it's crazy to think that everything happen happening in like the second half of this movie is just so perfect, and in my eyes, in every interaction with every different dinosaur, I think they called the Difflosaurus. is the yeah. ones with the little yeah little things that flap out behind their ears, the ones who spit in Nedry's face and, and kill oh. him. And then you look at it and go, this movie pretty much it's like apart from. Apart from like... No, actually, because they, they arrive in the morning and then they pretty much yeah. get in the car. It's, it's, it's like it's over, over a It's day. over the course of like one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this movie like doesn't fuck around. No, no, not you know? at all. Um, the last third of this movie is basically a horror film. Yeah. Like we touched on beforehand as well, especially with the raptors sort of stalking the, the kids. Um, when that raptor raptor's head comes through... Oh my God. So fucking like scary. Still, it even like, made me jump. Yeah, like when, when I haven't... Again. When I... Like every... Even though... Like I haven't... I've seen this film a decent amount of times, but yeah, it's still not enough for me to remember like the exact moment something happens. No, yeah, exactly. Yes. So when the head comes through, I was like, ah, oh, and it, cause it, it happens so quickly. Yeah, and it's, it's loud and all the noises, like like dinosaur roars, just oh. freak me out. Like they're so fucking and then creepy. How the you know the raptors in that scene? How they talk to each other, oh, and you realize, and you realize, oh, they're like. Oh, they're, communicating p- they're and planning this we'll, to like maul these children. Back to Sam Neil telling the kid about how Raptors kill they how they ambush from the side. Yeah, and we see that happen when the hunters are sent out to neutralize them, and he's like looking ahead, and then all of a sudden you it hear like comes a from the grrr side. Yeah, and he's just there, and he's like, "Oh, hey, little raptor fucking bang, you're dead." And uh, oh, but I like I my fa- character that we, we were happy to see. Get yeah, killed. yeah. But and like one of my favorite favorite moments of like. I guess, like misdirection in the kitchen scene is yeah, yeah, when yeah. she's, um so the girl's gone into like the, the I guess the, not the, the dumbwaiter. D- dumb it's waiter. like a dumb waiter yeah. And you see oh. the dinosaur running towards her. I know. And she's like trying to pull the thing down and you just go, oh my God, like it goes like, so fast. There, and then yeah. you realise that the dinosaur's looking at the, like a mirror. It's, yeah, yeah. So it's seeing it's her a, reflection. Such a great but shot. You don't know that when you first watch it. No, it's terrifying because you know, you're like... like that, and that's perfect tension. And, it's, and yeah, that's like when you just Very go, well holy written. shit, like, I feel like you're about to kill off. Or at least severely injure a child. Because let's not forget, oh, man. this is only a couple of minutes before... They electrocute a little boy. Yes, I was. I, I, we, I did skip over that bit when they're climbing over the fence and they're trying to get it done before Loredan turns everything Which back on. They also don't really know that she's doing that. That's true. Yeah. So it's like the it's, scene—it's it's it's one it, of those race it, again, against time things. Again, that only we incredibly know. well executed tension. Yeah, great editing through the two moments. Is that yep. she's turning the park back on. And they're Sam to... Neil and his, the two kids are like, all right, we need to climb this fence to get back into the park, to yeah. get back with everybody. everyone else. Yep. And they climb the fence. Sam Neil fakes the electrocution. Oh, which is great. Hilarious moment. But you know, they're climbing the fence and then it is, and then I think... Sam Neil gets over, yeah. the sister gets over, I and think... then it's Tim, the little boy. But then, is, do they start hearing... Do they start hearing things get I think they might on? hear uh No, I think they hear a dinosaur. Oh yeah. But then basically he's he's up top and he's like, You gotta jump, you gotta jump. And and, and this is intercut with her going turning everything being like, on. everything yeah. turn- and then the last button to push is electric fence. And course. naturally it's like panning <laughs> up and you're sitting there going, Jump, Timmy, jump and that's right, because he doesn't want to jump down. He doesn't want to jump because yep. it's too high, and he's like, I don't want to climb down anymore. <laughs> and then she hits uh, it. Steven. And he gets electrocuted. Gets fucking yeeted off and, yeah, that electric And fence. you sort of think that's... Films nowadays would probably... He'd, he, ju- he'd jump just before. Or he'd be fine straight away. Or he'd away. be fine. This is like you he, think he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. And yeah. then little shit just wakes up. Just wakes up. Oh my God. But then, yeah, put it back into immediate danger in the kitchen with the raptors. You naturally like they get back in. Everyone kind of gets reunited. It's like it's just let's so just settle intense. let's eat some Jello. Yeah, that's right. You know, yeah. Eats all the food. Another great, another mom, great, great scene great where she's her. holding the bowl. Oh. oh, so good, so fucking good. But then after all that horror and tension and the humans sort of just getting ready to escape, we get dinosaur on dinosaur action: the Raptors versus the T Rex, which is a great the most that. The shot it's, of ugh, the I, the when dinosaurs rule the banner the yeah. banner falling down as the T Rex yells. I am just like, oh, it's just because he is throwing those raptors just, around, but the way yeah. they sort of am like, oh, yeah. it's so much fun, it's so exciting, and then you just kind of realize, oh, I wouldn't mind watching a whole movie. Well, well, we thought we, we feel like that. we'd like to watch a whole we, movie yeah. of that. We were proven wrong. We were unfortunately proven um, very wrong. Just briefly before we move on to. The uh, <laughs> all the sequels. <laughs> um obviously it's come out lately that Laura Dern was only twenty-three when this film was like set. Laura Dern was twenty three. Laura Dern was twenty-three. Right. right. Yeah. We don't know how old a character is. But Laura Dern herself was twenty-three. Right. Okay. Sam Neill was like forty-three. Okay. And obviously now everyone's like, oh, that's so that age difference that's is creepy, so that's creepy. Weird, yeah. And Laura Dern and Samuel have have both said themselves, It's we've only just realized the age difference because it didn't seem inappropriate. And no. when you're watching this film, nothing feels inappropriate. Because first well, of all, yeah. she does not look 23. No. But at the same time, I never got that there were like and this is for me watching it my whole like over the last twenty yeah. years. I've never had a romantic inclination between the two until they make that a thing. Later in the series, unless I missed something in well, Jurassic I, Park. Well, I mean, I always assumed that they were kind of like dating, right? And it okay. was, but it was like clearly a relationship that was on a bit of it was on the waters. rocks. Okay, right. Um, I just, I always just assumed yeah. that they, but I like oh, that's what I got they from. They were friends, but when you watch it, like it was a shock to me when I was like, "Holy fuck!" She was twenty three, right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. she looks older. Yeah, and even though if. You know, even though they are in a romantic relationship, it's never like uh, like you don't think they are. It's never presented in this like no this no this ro- this way of like th- you know they're never this like sweeping th- romance. They never like they're never like kissing never, each other. They don't ever hug. They know. But like it's it's just annoying that this is the kind of conversation that out of of everything that's happening and out of everything that could be talked about in Dominion, it's the fact that someone's gone, you know that you were 23 and he was 43? And it's like, who the fuck cares? First of all... Dumb fuck journalists who ask stupid questions, apparently. I mean, legal age... So yeah. we don't have anything to worry about. No, and guaranteed, if no one realised the age, you wouldn't fucking care. No, because they do not look twenty. Who, who the, is the outlet? I'm not sure. I want to name and but shame But they them don't, don't you're look twenty. They also don't look twenty years apart. No, like they look like they're the same. Like I thought Laura Dern was in her thirties in the first film. Yeah, see that would make sense has to me. I like yeah. mean, like, you know. she like she looks. Yeah, mature also, is the wrong word, but and yeah, yeah. And also, this was a role that Spielberg. Was off like he the the names of the actresses that he wanted. He went for he was he looked for Julianne Moore, Sharon yeah, Stone, right. Michelle Pfeiffer, Gina right. Davis. He went for names yeah. that are a little bit older than Laura right. Dern was. But you look at them and go, it makes I'm sense. Glad they're Laura all Laura Derns in the movie. It's they're all, fucking great. They're all the same. Like they're all yeah. those actresses that that are in that same yep. vein. For sure. You know, like oh. yeah, it's yeah, that's my little rant. It's just it's just annoying. No, I get that. I that, get that that is what people are focusing on in this new film that's bringing you back to this when we should just be going, you know what? Can we just look at Jurassic Park for the fucking amazing film it is? And there's actually nothing problematic about it at all. Because if you want to say they're 20 years apart, big fucking deal. They're still 20 years apart now. Yeah, true. Yeah. And they're they're kind of, and they've had a romantic sort of thing going. Yeah, it's, off definitely, the it's definitely more prevalent in, yeah, in Jurassic in, Park Three yeah. is when you that. But get, it's like, yeah. who cares? You fucking know, fucking stupid journalists. Hey, yeah. be better. Yes, do better because you'll get clicks on that, and then probably for nothing else. And and it also means you've saber you've, you've wasted reviews. a great opportunity to talk to one if of you the one of, one of the greatest actresses of a generation. If you can ask those questions don't ask them before we go interview them because you piss them off. Yeah. Can I just say also, yes, that has happened to me where someone has pissed off the talent right before I've spoken to them. Thankfully, because of my charming demeanor, <laughs> I was able to bring it back. But, but can still. you, if you are told not to ask something or not to say something, don't fucking do it just because uh. you want to get a click or you want to get a reaction. Yeah. Because you're gonna you fuck because you're care. gonna fuck it up. You don't care about the answer. Every yet. single person that is doing the right thing. Ugh, stupid fucks. Ugh. Anywho, anyway. Jurassic Park's fucking brilliant. It's fucking brilliant. Um I'd almost want to just go back and rewatch it right now. I honestly could. Yeah. It's that fucking good. Um before we do move on to The Lost World, mm-hmm. the foreshadowing is quite fun mm. in the helicopter. Obviously yes. as as time has passed with the film and people notice it when they are asked to buckle up before the descent of the helicopter happens everyone can buckle up except sam neill's character who has two uh buckles not a or two clips i guess yeah uh for his seatbelt, which alludes to the fact that is a female to female sort of he can't seat belt mm. so he ties it up interestingly enough when life finds a way you discover all the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park are female. Mm-hmm. Therefore, there should be no procreation. And that's a big point that they make, is like the reason we did it is so that they can't Procreate. reproduce, so we can't have have a dinosaur outbreak. The, all the things that happen in every other film. But as... Ian Malcolm goes, life, uh, the phones away. away and, uh, they begin reproducing, which is quite incredible. So yeah. I, I like that little bit of foreshadowing yeah. uh, in there. I'd love and, to and say you, that's my, I saw that, but, but didn't. Y- and you also wonder like, you know, how, you know, like, obviously it's something that more people notice now, but you sort yeah. of wonder like how intentional was that? Like, did Spielberg sort mm. of know? Now, cause you sort of wonder like, was a sequel thought about Or something guaranteed because I mean it's three years between Jurassic Park and And the Lost Lost World. World. Yeah, Um, four years. Sorry, three years. Four years. That's a great question. Ninety-three to ninety-seven. Back in the intro, uh, (laughs) yeah, yeah. The intro that I fucking wrote. Please go back and listen to the intro. Four years. Right. Yeah. 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 I believe so. Sorry, I am. (laughs) I am. I am looking for it, and now I'm like, for some reason, my phone's not working. Ah, four years. Yes, nineteen ninety-seven. Yeah, that's my bad. (sighs) Yeah. So yeah, well. As we move on four years later, uh, obviously this is also based, we should have mentioned Jurassic Park is based on a novel by Michael, Michael Crichton. Crichton, who also wrote a novel, The Lost World, uh, which this movie is loosely based on. 1997, The Lost World, Jurassic Park, 53% critics, yeah. 51% audience. Yeah. And I kind of fall in that same boat. Yeah. It's um, like, I remember obviously there was so much hype around this film I can imagine. purely because yeah. of Jurassic Park. How, yeah, how great and the And this was a film movies. that I saw as a kid on opening weekend because it was Jurassic Park 2. Yep. Um, and obviously as a kid, you... Like, I don't think you... Obviously not as critical of movies. No, no, no. But I do remember being like... a lot more like, f- face value yeah, of the entertainment. But now. I remember being like... It was like, it was nowhere near as good as Jurassic Park, mm. obviously, but it was, I just, I still kind of were just remember being like, yeah, it was okay. Yep. And this is like me at 12. Yeah. Wow. And you sort of think a 12 year old should be like frothing over anything because it's yep. like, yeah. But I just remember being like, it was fine. Had I was like, oh, it's got Julianne Moore in it, and yeah, a lot of other 12 year olds are probably like, who the fuck is Who's that? Julianne Moore, yeah. <laughs> Um, and you know, it's Julianne Moore, and you go, oh, and a really baby faced Vince Vaughn, super baby faced Vince Vaughn, and the only real returning character as uh, Dr. Ian Malcolm, played by Jeff Goldblum. I will give the film credit for a great opening scene and just the Best introduction for Jeff Goldblum's character. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the beginning of this film, you sort of go, oh, okay, maybe we're in for something. Because again, child is in peril. Little dinosaurs attacking. Little girl gets like- Yep. Well, because ultimately there's this. the island is open now yeah, to, to whole, for like rich yeah, tourists. Yeah. And these little dinos come out of nowhere and- And they maul her to not- I mean, I don't think they she They start dies. like nipping at her, but yeah. And then you basically you get the mother running and just screaming. screaming because you assume that the little girl is now being like pecked to death. Yeah. And then because you get her screaming and then it cuts to- A shot of- A shot of Jeff Goldblum like- Yawning. With, with this like- yeah, and it's got this very fake, um, yeah, island, the, the background blue sky, sort of the clouds, yeah. What? And then you realise he's just like standing in front of a billboard, and it yeah. moves. And it's it's a great introduction to a character that um, has always has always had a bit of like, yeah, mischievousness about yeah. it. Yeah, you know? and like I guess we didn't really touch on him much in, in Jurassic Park. But he, he is like the comedic relief. Yeah, he's of the he's film. like a bit he's a bit cynical. Yep. He's um, very flirtatious with Laura Dern. Yep. Very witty. Um, he he says kind of all the things that we, he's he's the he's the, the non-filtered mind, yeah. is what um, he is. Like he's he just also, says what he He's also really fucking sexy in the he's first film. Super handsome. Like he oh in I, both. Yeah. In both of them, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I also just quickly back on the first film, I do love when they get out to see the. I think it's the Triceratops. Is yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like it's um, pre- it's pregnant. pregnant. Yeah, and then there's just the massive, massive pile of shit. And poop. Jeff Goldman just goes, "That is one big pile of shit." <laughs> it it always just makes me laugh because he just like, it's, yeah, it's literally a giant pile of shit. It's the it should have gone without saying yeah. line. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, which he has plenty of great comedic moments yeah. in Lost. And I'm World glad as well. that I mean, obviously, they needed like. They needed someone from the first film to come back. Yeah. It's kind of surprising that it's Jeff Goblin because he doesn't seem like he's someone who really has a lot of investment in yes. the park because he was clearly just a long, you know... Well, and I guess that's a, a point that this yeah. this movie, this uh, plot, sorry, this movie sort of follows because he's very much... He's written a book about how fucked... Jurassic Park yeah, was yeah. Take Don- that, John Hammond. Well, and then John Hammond's like, uh, we don't like this book. Um, I'm very happy that John Hammond is only like briefly, briefly in it. In yeah, this. he's like ailing old man. Yeah. He's like not leaving his bed in his mansion. You got like his evil nephew with the round glasses, who's <sighs> like, and we're and, and This is not going to end well for you, Mister Malcolm. Uh, which it's, is not his voice, it's, but it's the accumulation of what I would assume. And it it's it should kind sound of like. funny, like seeing the certain aspects of what they do with characters in this film to see how the rest of the films kind of take on those really villainous characters. Right, exactly, yeah. Um, yeah. There's there's a lot of just like rich people doing rich people things, which which is the bad guy. Which is where the... Specifically, Fallen Kingdom really leans into and it just becomes... So far, removed from what Jurassic Park is, yeah. and then even like the Lost World, like yeah, it has these these sort of moments, characters, but Lost World is still a movie yes. about dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. I would uh, I would say I agree with you about like sixty percent on that statement because it takes oh, so fucking long to get to any dinosaurs I, yeah, in this I movie. Mean, I didn't. Yes, I, I, know, I know what you mean. Yeah, but I like, was like, it's, it's it's still a film. That, it's a relationship drama. Yeah, it's a family it does, drama. I it's, it's a. R- on rewatch, I was like, "Fuck, this takes a long time." Because we get with John Hammond, he's like, "We need you to go." He's like, "We had another island." I was like, oh, "Of course you of course fucking you did, did. site B." Yeah, of course you fucking did. you rich twat. And then he's like, "We need you to go there to help get people off." It was like a rescue mission. Yeah. And then it's. And then he's like, uh, Ian was like, uh, I'm uh, uh, not going. <laughs> and Hammond's like, uh, but you fucking missos there. And then he's like, well, shit, now I have to go yeah. to save her. So yeah. he's and like that's, blackmailed and into that's it. Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore. Uh, who is like also she, quite young. She's young. Fuck, she's fun in this movie, yeah, though. Like yeah, I, she's, I, she's great. She kind of knows what movies she's in. Absolutely. Yeah. Vince Vaughn is like. I don't know why you're here. So, exactly. this, is, this is interesting for Vince Vaughn. I recently watched one of those, it might have been like GQ or Fanity Fair where mm. they get them to like talk oh, about their talk career. Talk about their career, yeah. And he yeah. spoke about that and he said he was so nervous doing The Lost World because it was the biggest movie he'd done to that date. Oh, yeah. And he'd come off like swingers, swingers and made. Yeah, and like stuff he like was that. like Vince Vaughn wasn't a. A name then No no And he wasn't even really A comedic actor Cause no, If, yeah, you, look, if yeah. you look At Swingies and Made They're funny movies But they're not like, like Wedding Crashes. They're yeah, not old like, school I think we just Immediately align him With comedy now Yes But I yeah. mean Vince Vaughn is a great Dramatic actor Awesome dramatic actor Yeah but, And that, that was the thing He was so scared About being in this film Because of Such a big undertaking It was but because the character was also comedic relief. Yeah. Because he comes in the first thing is like, oh, why are you here? He's like, why did you join Greenpeace? Like, when well, it's 80% women. Of course, I'm going to hook yeah. up with chicks and like stuff. Like, you can see the blueprint of where, right. he, where he went. The trajectory of his yes. career, yeah. right? So, he definitely... He's not terrible in the movie. I don't think he's terrible. I don't all. think he's terrible. It's but I, just, I, he's not great. Yeah. And I just think it's almost like one of those things where because... It's Julianne Moore and Vince Vaughn that we yeah. know now. 100%. You watch yeah. them kind of going, he doesn't quite feel... I mean, Julianne Moore is great. Vince Vaughn, it's like... I think it's just the, the fact that it doesn't seem as natural. Yes. Yeah, I you would know? agree. Yeah, like, he's, like he's not... It's not a bad performance. No, no, no. And he's but... fine. It's just, I think you look at him and go, you can tell he's nervous. Yeah, Like, you can sure. tell he's for like... I have so much pressure, and on and I me. can't fuck this and up, I can't and I don't fuck want to fuck up. this up. Yeah, um, but he's he's a part of the comedic relief, and then like obviously there's a relationship drama between uh, Jeff Goldblum, and Julianne Moore, Jeff Goldblum, and his ex-wife, uh, and then obviously his child as well, yeah, who just wants daddy's attention, yeah. like like any child well, does. Yeah. So she sneaks on board to go to site B. So now we've got another child in peril on on site B there. And it's just all of these things are happening. All of these dots are sort of connecting so we can get there. And then it's like 40 minutes into the movie and we finally see dinosaurs. And now I will admit, I fucking love the way they incorporate the Site B dinosaurs yeah. as it's ultimately a haven for rich people to go hunting. Yeah, It's like safari hunters. Yeah. You su- you're supposed to frown upon it. I get that. They're the dicks. But the scene was great. Mm. I felt bad for the dinosaurs. It's a movie. They're not real. So I can also say it's cool. Oh, because Because yeah, yeah. some of the ways they kill the dinosaurs and the way like they have the little sidecars pop out and they have to use these like enhanced weapons. I was like, this is actually a pretty fucking cool idea from yeah. Michael Crichton, to be fair. Yeah. So when you finally see them in that scene, it's like, oh, finally. And I think because that scene is kind of as grand as it is. you it's all, huge. And you're yeah. almost like- you almost forget that you waited so long. Yeah, for sure. And you sit, you sat through so much, so human much stuff. random shit. Um, but we get yeah. uh, also in that scene, Pete Postlethwaite. Oh, Love oh. he's one of those actors where like you can go to a lot of people and be like, oh man, Pete Postlethwaite's so good in this movie. Who you show the face and you're like. Oh, oh, yeah, that I know guy. Because he he's in fucking everything. Yeah. Uh, and has sadly passed away, so... Yeah. It was a while ago, but still. But still. Sad to me go. And, of course, Peter Stormer. Yeah. yeah. Who I fucking love and everything Who he's in. is always just, like... I'm sure there's some stuff he <laughs> hasn't been the villain. Oh, God, yeah, I'm sure, I th- yeah. he feel like he's always And for villain. those who don't know who Peter Stormare is, uh, if you have seen John Wick, he is the Russian, killed him with a fucking pants. Like, he is the, the most iconic line in, in John Wick. Yeah. So it was fun to see them pop up. But they're part of the the hunting crew. They mm. sort of... Peter as if, if I recall correctly, Peter Stormare is, like, one of the regular safari guys and Pete Postlethwaite is... Like the rich guy who wants to hunt, yeah, the dinosaurs. I could have got that the other way, wrong way around, but still, they're killing dinosaurs in a very brutal, sadistic safari sort of way. Uh, and again, then PG rated movie again. Yeah, this one didn't change. This one didn't change. <laughs> this one didn't change. Um, but they're on site B as well. But that was unexpected for Jeff Goldblum yes. and his crew. It's all very you know coincidental narrative. Which yes, a lot of which are pretty much every. Action adventure movie utilizes, um, but yeah, it's just it's it's just a shame that you know. Obviously, the Lost World didn't like it didn't taint no the, Spielberg. The, it didn't taint Spielberg because I think people forget that he like was a part of like I mean he's a part of all the Jurassic Park movies, but yes. I mean he was a lot to do with this. Oh, 100... Like, well, he directed it. Directed yeah, yeah, it, yeah. so, which I think so. a lot of people kind of forget. Was this his first sequel? No, Indiana Jones would have been, Indiana. of course. No. Yeah. Just, um, no, stupid comment, don't but, listen
1: But... Um, yeah. Completely lost my train of thought. No, no, no.
0: I I, I agree. It's in the sense, like, there are Spielberg-isms, yeah. but this doesn't have as much wonderment and awe as other Spielberg yeah. films. Yeah, and then... And, uh, yeah, as I said, like, it, it didn't stop interest no. in Jurassic Park. It still made a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Um, but at the same time it was kinda like, you know, it was a surprise to get Jurassic Park 3. Again, four years later. Yeah. For sure. Because this one kind of was like, if this is what you're doing, yep. I don't think we need another one. Cause the yeah. the cause obviously like the, it's a ma- this is a massive step down. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I think if you watched it Obviously, you're not going to watch the Lost World Jurassic Park without watching, watching the Park. first one. No, if you watch them close together, then it'll seem even more apparent. Yeah, if for some reason you're able to watch this on its own. It feels like it's a bit more of, like, an accessible action-adventure film. And, yeah, I agree. It's definitely one of those one, And there's a lot of sequels. I don't have any off the top of my head, but, like, there's a lot of sequels that do that. They have a great first movie, and then they sort of cash in on the genre yeah. more so than the the series that it's Which trying to be. kind of yeah. seems to be what the, like, yeah. the Jurassic yeah. Park and the Jurassic World movies have both fallen sort into, done, where yeah. they have this sort of really strong first, first offering. Yeah. And then things just sort of go a little bit downhill. Yeah. Um, After the hunting scene and we get Jeff Goldblum and his crew setting up for the night because they can't leave yet. They're still waiting for their extra. Mm. Um, Possibly, again, one of the scariest moments is when they are trapped in the RV bit and then there's the reveal of the T-Rex eye looking at them through the window. I get like, so I have this weird fear of massive creatures. I don't know if I've said this anywhere in a podcast before, um, but I'm revealing a lot about myself. I'm a little bitch. I'm scared of all this shit. Teeth scare me, eyes scare me, and size scares me. We had a. <laughs> I looked Pete <laughs> directly in the eye when I said that, <laughs> uh, which also says a lot about me. Um, when I worked at the cinemas, we had a massive banner for Kong Skull Island. Right. And the banner poster was just his face with that little helicopter. Right. Yeah, yeah. And when you was, when I was standing at the, the uh, foyer entrance ripping tickets, I'd stare at it and I'd be like, that's menacing. Like that's freaking, that's the effect it's supposed to have. I get it. But I do get scared by it. I went to the movies the other day to see Interceptor. Mm. Yeah, well, that was wasted. And <laughs> I walked in... I'm never late usually for trailers, but I was rushing to this and I was halfway through. And the cinema was that was doing a like a in-house promo for tickets going on sale. And as I walked in, it's the Jurassic World Dominion logo and a T Rex face bursts out and it does the Uh, massive T Rex roar. Right, scared the living shit out of me. The teeth scare me. The eyes scare me. The size scares scares me. So that means. So I'm guessing that means you wouldn't go on the Jurassic Park. Jurassic well, World ride. Funny you bring this up, Pete. Also hate roller coasters. Yeah, I fucking. We've spoken hate about them. that. I have a huge fear yeah. of roller coasters. I have been on a few, and I'm not a fan. Yeah. So put me in the two things that I hate the most. Like, although sharks. To scandal. be fair, Jurassic the Jurassic World ride isn't a roller coaster. True. I'd still it's, be scared an, of the you're drop. An, you're in a boat. Yeah. Yeah, it is a drop, and like I'm not a fan of drops. But I've done it. My feet haven't stopped like moving yeah. and curling yeah. all fucking episode. Um it's just funny you talk like about that because again, at Universal it's Studios, there's yeah. the Kong ride. Yes. Where you where he essentially you're in like a you're in like a car or yeah. a trolley and he picks you up oh, and je- stares at you and oh, shakes you. Oh my fucking God. See that scares just thinking about that. But it's like, but and you I literally are looking meal. at two like these massive eyes and this nose <sighs> and this tan just shakes you. I and like and but you wouldn't have known this because when we have maybe watched a dinosaur movie <laughs> <laughs> that we can't talk about. You wouldn't have thought that I No, right? Does that mean when I'm watching- does that mean when we were watching certain dinosaur, dinosaur movies <laughs> <laughs> that we can't talk about? Um does that mean that you were like so- there were- Moments that there you are were... bits, there are bits that really freak me okay. out, but I am okay watching them. When I'm seeing them, like you know, happen on screen, that I'm so immersed into what's happening that I'm like, there's still don't worry, there's like still moments where I'm like, when I see the teeth and they, you know, they're coming down and bite someone, I get freaked out. But I feel like it's always like the stagnant image. Of it staring at yeah, me, okay. that freaks me out. So, like in this, in Lost World, when I see the eye and it's just there for like a solid fifteen seconds, I'm, st- I don't care what's happening. I'm yeah, staring yeah. at that. I'm like, that fucker's gonna but eat someone. But that's also, I mean, that's also the point. The of point is right? where you're what really you're watching it the whole. It. You're watching it the whole time, going, is no one gonna notice the. Giant eye, exactly, going and on it works so well on me. Yeah. But then, it, then again, I see it on a poster. I'm like, oh, I don't like this. this and then the thing fun. is, though, when you look at it on a poster, it follows you wherever you go. Right? That's what Kong <laughs> was doing. Scary motherfucker. <laughs> big scary monkey motherfucker. Go <laughs> fucking kill you. I can't do that. I'm a little bitch. Uh, yeah. I hate big, large things, Pete. That's all I'm saying. Well, you're a different man than I, especially Nick. if I have teeth. <laughs> if I, if they have teeth. Um, continuing on from that, <laughs> the other reveal in that scene, which is great, is that there's two T-Rexes. Yeah. Double the danger. Why, double why, the movie, yeah. double the danger. why have one when you can have two? It's um, my motto. So that there's like a little stretch in this movie with that hunting scene and the T-Rex scene where it's actually like a pretty decent fun movie. Yeah. Like I think that the, once they're on the island and the- animal action yep. starts happening, it does become like an enjoyable yeah. action adventure movie yes. with dinosaurs. And I'm like, and you know, you dinosaurs chasing people is always, there's always some fun in it. Yes, Like, you know, we'll talk about the later Jurassic world yeah. park films where they're not necessarily great films, but there's still some really, really, really well executed scenes. Yep. Um, I still think, you know, The Lost World is still like, it's a fine enough movie. That's one of the ones where I'm like, it's okay. It's okay. It's completely like, fine. I don't hate, like if someone was like, we're going to watch The Lost World, I'd be like, yeah, okay. I Yeah, it's like a three-star movie. Yeah, like me. it's I'm fine. Like, it's completely fine. Yeah. Um, I think the car hanging over the cliff rescue goes for way too long. Yeah. That scene's too long. Yeah. Um, speaking of the T-Rex chasing people, there's like an element of me that it's scarier when it's chasing one person as opposed to the massive group, yeah, because it's like kind of like well, you know, people are going to survive because yeah. it can only go after so one many people. person. So, um, yeah, and then but, I was, yeah. but then it's like a case of um, a scene where it does that correctly is the first one, yeah. where they're all on the car. And they're driving away. All three of them are in the car. Yes. yeah. But it's a case of, well, the Everyone T-Rex can only... they in confined space. Yeah, yeah and yeah. the T-Rex is still going in the one direction. That one direction to that yes, one but car. But if everyone's running, and then you obviously people veer off to the left or to the right or to straight, it's like right. the T-Rex is going to focus on someone and go... I'm still going to kill some. I'm still going to kill some. But you also yeah. go, yeah. But I also know that not all of you are in danger. Yeah. And for I like sure. my cast being in danger. I know. In films like this, it's almost like the point. Yeah. In films <laughs> like this, you want like you want there to be a level of like I I don't necessarily want people to be safe. No, exactly. You know, like your biggest star doesn't necessarily mean you're the one that lives. Exactly. And like, I, yeah. when a movie does well to make you think that, yeah, that's but when you know you've got a You room. watch this and you just go. I, yeah, yeah, I don't feel yet. like Julianne Moore and Vince Vaughn are going to die. No, no. Like they. Even though, to and be even though this is action. before Julianne Moore and Vince Vaughn are Julianne Moore and Vince Vaughn. Yeah, like very Before true. they're very, big very names. True, yeah. But you just go, your characters are safe. Yeah. I know that your characters are safe. Um, and we get a nice little throwback to the first film with the young girl. Um, gymnastics killing a raptor. Well, uh, Ariana Richards is the actress's name go. who plays Lexi. Lexi, who's a Malcolm's oh, we daughter, see Lexi and Tim. Yes. Um, that's right. Yeah. And they've, you know, sprouted up a bit in their four years. Yes. Um fun fact, Joseph Mazzello, who plays Tim, went on to actually star in multiple films like Social Network. Yes. I think he was in Bohemian Rhapsody. Or maybe it was know, Rocket it Man. Be. One of, them. One of them. One of the music but Yeah, is. But Ariana Richards pretty much um, turned her back on acting. Yeah, I remember she said she walked away yeah. from it. Um, but yeah, they're back in this. Um, don't have to do much, but it's nice to see them. And then the third act of the film is a T-Rex in San Diego, which yeah. you kind of like... Ugh. It just becomes like... It's the ending after the ending. Yeah. Which kind of um, is a reason this movie and drags so much. it's weird so because much. you sort of think... Dinosaur out in the open city, well, that has so many great possibilities. Right. And, you know, there's a few like, I mean, there's, you know, the moment with, um, you know, the the girl and the dog, like the dog house and the girl yeah. sees them out the window and the dog, and the, it's in the pool. Yeah. But they play that a little bit too much for comedy for my liking. Yeah. Whereas I want to see dinosaurs just ripping the shit just out of everything which give us like the which Godzilla, is annoying that give this, us the... that this film that this series constantly has teased this yep. and has never utilized it i mean the anticipation is that it's going to happen in dominion right but... yeah because you get what happens in fallen kingdom which we'll talk about later but it just feels like even in this film like it's in the city and it they still don't really you never feel there's never any like sense of danger. No, when it's in the no, city, not at all. You know, like yeah, and, and it's just such a tacked-on ending as well that it, it's kind of. It does kind of scream a bit like. Well, apparently it was. Apparently it wasn't initially supposed yeah, to be part okay. of it, and it then does had feel had like it studio. Later. It does feel like the studio were like, "Come on, we need something bigger. Like we need a bigger climax yeah. or something." Yeah, and an interesting element or an interesting fact, I guess, about that which is going to segue into Jurassic Park Three. Mm-hmm. Is that a lot of these ideas came from one Joe Johnston who yes. wanted to direct yes. the Jurassic Park sequel, uh, and was a content was like in the talks to direct Lost World, but Spielberg said he had wanted to come back and do it, mm. and then obviously Jurassic Park three formed, and Spielberg was like, "We'll get Joe Johnston to yes. do it," yeah. Um, which I think one of this, I think San Diego was one of the things he had spoken about would be an idea for the film. For Jurassic Park 3. For Jurassic Park 3, right. one that, that he would make there. So, any other things about Lost World you want to touch on? Should we move on? We can Jurassic World. Sorry, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Three. Three. 2001. 2001. Best part about this movie, before I read out the scores, crisp 90 minutes. Yeah. And that, and I mean, with all those VFX artists, it's like eight minutes of credits. At, so, it's it, really like an hour 20. The, yeah. Uh, and guess what? This movie did not need to be longer than that. Forty-eight uh, percent critics, thirty-six percent audience. Yeah, Audiences okay. tore this one to shreds. Uh, I actually like this movie more than the Lost World. Wow. Go on, please. I wanna. <laughs> I wanna. I wanna know why. I. I think. I just, as you said, I think because it's so tight in its running time. Yeah. It doesn't fuck around. No. You wear straight. You get the straight on to this the one. park. Um, I, as a kid, um, Tay Leoni was someone that I, yep. I mean, she was in Bad Boys. Yeah. She was in a TV sitcom called The Naked Truth, which is vastly underrated. It was okay. so well done. Added to the watch it's list. So funny. Um, I just like her as an actress. Yeah. Okay. Fine. And I know her character is a bit, a bit annoying in this. Yeah. Yeah. I but she's a mum who her kid has gone missing. Her kid has gone missing in an island where dinosaurs are legitimately yep. running about. Yep. Um, so I like her. Um, in that opening scene as well. That's that's where the kid and the husband the go missing. The kid and missing. the husband go missing. It's another classic like rich white people doing rich they're, white things. They're in, they're, in a, they're in a boat. The boat goes um, through some clouds. Then when they come out of the clouds, there's nobody no in boat. the boat and there's para- a lot of just a lot of blood. They're paragliding. And they manage to safely land. So it's the husband and the son, and they basically he's like, we're just gonna have to free, like we're gonna have to free base off this thing. Um, I just, I think because it's so tightly done, yep, and it doesn't waste its time, and I think there are actually some genuinely great dinosaur action sequences in this film. Yep, Um, this, this is that I will, I will agree with that. Is that like this, this has this has a much higher rewatch value for me than the second based one based on an entertainment value. That's yeah, it. Like, Hundred yeah. percent. It's not as you said. It's not a particularly great. I would movie. almost call it like it's like a B movie yeah. plot. Yeah, yeah, and it's like and especially when you're like oh, when you think of it when you think of it compared to Jurassic Park. Yes. Yeah. For sure. But if you just want a lot of action and like a lot of di- like dinosaur on human. Dinosaur on dinosaur, and human on human, and like everyone is fighting everyone in this yeah, movie. Yeah, and I think that's why I just have a little bit of a soft spot for this because it's, it's just definitely more violent. It's yeah. oh yeah yeah yeah, and it's, I it's incredibly entertaining to me. I I wish I could have watched it like that. Yeah, but I I and this is again like you said, same with Lost World. If it was, like, you're able to watch it as a standalone, you'll probably have a lot more fun with it. Oh, that's the thing, yeah. I binged these R- five yeah, movies okay. over a two-day period. Yeah, okay. So, I was on, like, the downward depression from, yeah. like, Jurassic Park is the greatest film of all. Oh, we're uh, at Jurassic Park 3. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. yeah, it, yeah, that, yeah. it was like a in, little rough. In comparison, it's yeah. it's not great. But, but I will agree with on what on you said. On its own, I was like... It's it is an, frantic. It's, it's an easy watch. Oh, it's, like, like literally... You get the opening sequence, you get a few minutes of, like, Taylioni basically being like, okay, my new husband... Because she's remarried. Yes. William H. Macy is her her ex-husband. Yep. Who they're pretending to be they're married to They're pretending again to be married to, get the island. to go to the island. Then you realise they're going to the island to look for their son, which is yep. under false pretenses for Sam Neill to come back. Yep. Um, you get a few minutes of, like, them trying to convince Sam Neill, and then they get in the plane... And then the plane Crashing crashes. Crashes. Mental. And once the plane crashes, they're on an island and it's just every man for themselves. Oh, 100%. Especially when you got people like William H. Macy, who is, again, like the annoying character you want to die in this film. Yeah. Does have the best comedic moment of the movie, oh, though. Yeah. yeah. When the their plane's crashed. And they're sort of, they're all in the fuselage still and they're outside and the dinosaur comes out and William H. Macy runs out, looks at the dinosaur and runs, runs back in. into the plane. I do laugh every time. At that I think moment. the plane crash is really well executed. I also that the plane crash is pretty like, fucking great. It's pretty yeah. great. Um, and then like jumping ahead to, there's a sequence. It's probably, probably I'm going to say middle to, to the end, like three quarters, when they realise that they're in a massive cage for yes. the yep. pterodactyls. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sequence is insane. It is pretty awesome. Like yeah. when there's that realisation, because like, they're just running in a maze in cages. Yeah. And then when they go, oh, we're in like their cage. Yeah, yeah. And you just get that reveal. And then underneath it is the water. And you sort of just go, oh, eventually they're going to fall into the water, aren't they? Like, I think yeah. it's just got really well done action sequences that sure some really cool ideas it's very yeah. it's very obvious that they're like we need to pack this full of action because we don't have much of a story oh very minimal. which is like yeah. jurassic park knew how to you knew how to balance story, story with action with the blockbuster this adventure. is like yep we've got all of this action we just need to throw in a few little bits of human to yes make it somewhat ab- you know what? i wish more movies did that yeah like most recent example godzilla versus kong I wish oh there God. was more of Godzilla vs. Kong yeah. than there was the humans. So Jurassic yes. Park 3 understood yeah. the assignment. Um, it's 80 minutes of balls-to-the-wall yeah. action. Yeah, which is why like, I understand I that- I feel w- like if Jurassic Park 3 came out like now, like it, if it wasn't Jurassic World, if this was like Jurassic Park 3 was the movie that followed on from the Lost World 20, 30 oh, years right. later, yeah. I'd be like, this movie sucks, but I had a lot of fun with yeah. it. And I think that's <clears throat> that's what it is for me. Like, I know that this isn't- A good movie Yeah And it's even worse When you compare it To Jurassic Park Yes But If you Want to watch If you just want to watch A really fun Action movie With giant dinosaurs Mm. It goes fucking nuts You know Like I would Like I would watch this Over the Lost World A hundred times over Some great jump scares yeah, in this movie as well. Um, obviously, one of the highlight fights for me is the T Rex versus the Spinosaurus. Yeah. So there's the big threat in the film is the Spinosaurus. Yeah. Um, fun fact that I didn't know until recently, but the T Rex is the same T Rex throughout the whole series. I think the uh, name's Mary. Right. Uh, oh. I just learned that recently. <laughs> uh, bless Mary, little <laughs> sweetheart. Uh can get a little bit crazy though, Mary. Oh, 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 don't get her on a bad day. What? <laughs> but this the fight is so brutal between the Spinosaurus mm. and the T Rex. The Spinosaurus is fucking scary. Yeah. Again, this like pale white oh, fucking yeah, dinosaur. Yeah. Ugh. Um I love the when the they're obviously looking for their satellite phone the whole film. And the Spinosaurus is eating it, yeah. and they can hear the phone ringing. It's in the belly it's, of the Spinosaurus. It's kind of and then it takes a shit. And the phone. And they find the phone. How it's good. like, yeah, I just, it's, it's yeah. Yeah. I think I just also have more of like uh, an affection towards this film because it's got actors that I like in it right. as well. Um, yeah. Like William H. Mace is annoying, but he's, he's, he's still, he's still, he's still, still you know, good in it. Yeah. And then you got Alessandra Nivola who is yes. doing, he's going the sort of the villain route, but also not, quite as villainous as, yeah, as as he could be or yeah. as is written. Like, he, act- he actually makes it. It's makes almost him- like he, that was the point, though. Like, they sort of beefed up that element of his character yeah. for that sake because this movie didn't really have a villain. It didn't have... It, yeah. It's like John Hammond or it's hunters and... Yeah. So, um, yeah. But, yeah, like, I... I, I don't really have too many bad words to say about it cuz 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 am cuz I'm aware that it's not a great movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's fuck it's entertaining. And sometimes it's, that's all you need. Sometimes that's all you need. And after The Lost World, as I said, like I would this movie just doesn't waste its time. No. And, and then and it, <laughs> it's it, like I said, it's it does the right yeah. thing by being Entertaining action blockbuster then, over dragged out human story, and then also fucking give me this over Fallen Kingdom, Jesus. Yeah, well, we're getting there, Pete. <laughs> we're getting there. We have got to talk about one movie though before we talk about Fallen Kingdom. So, 2001 Jurassic Park series seems it done. seems it's, it's, finished. it's done. Jurassic yeah. Park three is not a huge success. It ma- it makes enough. It makes enough, but it's not. It's but, not like and it's kind of like you know what? Three, we're done. We're done. A trilogy is, but all we're not we need. done. Because 14 years later, yes. we get Jurassic World. When this was announced, it seems like a lot of people were excited. Yes. But then there was a lot of people that were sceptical. Oh, God, yeah. Because you're like, we've kind of been burnt twice before. Yep. And 14 years later, yep, which would technically be like 21 years later after the original. Yep. So you're like, all right. And then you've got Chris Pratt headlining. Yeah. nothing. Ag- nothing against old... Pratty, he, yeah, but it did seem very much just like oh, now that you've become the hot Guardians of the Galaxy guy, yeah, you're Hot Guardians of the Galaxy, we're going to see you in everything, yeah, which is still happening in twenty twenty two. Yeah, weird that, hey, he's yeah, literally in every yeah, headlining yeah, everything, dumb hot guy, yeah. Um, but I, I was excited for it, but at the same time, I was like, I'm gonna like. I'm going to see it because I know that I'll get invited to see it. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. Even though I actually ended up not being in the country for when it opened. Oh, right. Yeah. So yeah. I was in Singapore oh. and I got the invite to be like, welcome to Jurassic World. And I was like, I'm in Singapore. I can't go. And it was all like, oh, that's a shame. Right. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I managed to get into the preview screening in Singapore. Oh. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So I got to see it the night before it opened. Yeah, 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 yeah. In Singapore, what was that experience was- like? Um, it was fine. People like Singapore audiences are great. They don't no. really talk. I no, just no. had to deal with subtitles, but that's fine. That's fine because you know the movie was played in English. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I saw Jurassic War, and I, <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Yes, I had a lot of fun with it. It brought me enough. Like it was like nothing will ever. Be Jurassic Park, yeah. But after the Lost World and Jurassic Park three, this was the closest we were going to get to Jurassic Park in the th- in the feeling of again, yeah, 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 wonderment and balancing action and human characters. Yep, and it has again has some great, great
1: big moments. giant sequences. Yeah,
0: there is always one particular death scene that seems to piss everybody off. Yeah. Well, um, look, we'll talk. We'll definitely talk about that because yeah, it doesn't. Me off, but. It doesn't piss me off, and I and it's because, it's mainly because there was a, it was an editing it was an editing choice with the character one hundred percent. But yeah, I I had a lot of fun with it. Um, I was shocked it became a billion dollar movie. I think it shocked literally everyone because. I figured it was, was going to be successful. Yeah. Well, I mean, I remember when the tra- I remember when the trailer came out and I was like, oh, this looks The trailer did a good job. Cool. Tra- I was cool. Like, the trailer was like, oh, okay. It did really well in making it seem like it was going to be a lot darker. Yes. So that's why I think people were like, oh, this is like a grittier, more mature yeah, we get the, Jurassic the Park. The violent Jurassic Park movie. Yeah. yeah. Because there's obviously so many shots of different dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we were like, oh, there's going to be like, this is... Kind of like the original we're dealing with more dinosaurs than yeah. just T Rex again. Um, they're talking about the creating a new dinosaur, the Indominus Rex. Yeah. So you're like, oh, this this motherfucker's got some t- things then you on had, his belt. Then you had like the shot of Chris Pratt on the di- on the bike and the dinosaurs running next to him and you were like, I know. What is happening? You know here? what? still fucking cool in the movie. Yeah. Uh and you know what? Audiences would agree. Critics would agree. Seventy-one percent critics score on Rotten mm-hmm. Tomatoes. Seventy-eight for audiences, yeah. and I think that's pretty deserved for this movie. Got it. Got it right back. Billion dollars at the box like, office. monstrous. Like, unbelievable. So I I started working at the cinema mm-hmm. where probably about six, well maybe a month after the Jurassic World came out, mm-hmm. and I, I distinctly remember it was still selling out sessions. Yeah, a month. After oh, it, it came was out. like it 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 was huge. Yeah, it sort of really. Huge. I think because you know, 2015 when this comes out, we're now sort of in that that mentality of like, Marvel movies are right the only thing that gets and sold yeah. gets sold out. You know, we yeah. like I there wasn't too many, not like and I mean this isn't not exactly ten pole yeah. blockbuster and exact, movies. And exactly, I mean and, this, yeah. and like this obviously had the Jurassic Park built into but, it there, but it at the same time there were many still, billion yeah. dollar movies happening that weren't yeah. Marvel movies and it was still, but it was also still like it was catering to Jurassic Park people yep. but it was also very much being like if you haven't seen Jurassic Park oh, or yeah. the other movies you can watch this like it was very this much a very accessible it was movie. still like it was rebooting it's it was, yeah, it, you know. I guess it, it's kind of one of those things where it's like it, it toyed with the idea of being a legacy sequel, but without yeah. the characters. Like if you haven't seen Jurassic Park, you can follow Jurassic World. Oh, 100%. Like there's Absolutely. nothing in it that you I really don't think want. I watched Jurassic Park in the lead up to yeah. Jurassic World because I was like, obviously didn't have a podcast back then where I had to do it. <laughs> but like, <Obviously. laughs> but in the sense of like, I, I wasn't like watching movies just for the sake of like yeah. the lead up to them. So I'm pretty certain I went into Jurassic World reasonably blind yeah I was having had seen the original trilogy but yeah 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 I was the same like I didn't like obviously I was more like oh my god I'm going on holiday this will be amazing but I was in you know I just had a few like a week in in Thailand went to Singapore and I was like it was a really scorching hot day yeah yeah and um, the girl that I went with um, she had sort of not been feeling great from the la- from the last few days in Thailand. Yep. Right. So she was like, I just I'm just I just wanna like chill out in the hotel room with aircon. I'm like, yep, all good. I said, I'm gonna go like looking around, exploring. Yep. And yeah, got tickets and was like, Cool, I'll go see it. Um It was very nice sitting in a air conditioned cinema because yes. Singapore is hot. Yes. a little um, humid little place but, on Earth. Um but yeah, like so i hadn't like I didn't re-watch them leading no. up to it. And, again, yeah, you, you can just watch this film as if it's the very first yes. in, its, in own its own trilogy. Its series, and, of yeah. course, we didn't necessarily know that we were going to have two more films no, after this. No, no. It kind of seemed like... It, it was the testing of the wall. You kind wasn't of thought, it? okay, if this film does well, I'm not gonna be surprised if we get a Jurassic World Two. But it was there wasn't any yeah. real chat about but the then next movie. It yet. was only open for a few weeks and it was like we're getting a sequel because it was that already made like hundreds and millions of dollars. Like its opening weekend is still one of the highest, highest of, all of all time, time yeah. yeah. Like nonstop. Just monstrous. really good marketing. Just yeah. Great fucking marketing. And then also just adds into the fact that you're like Chris Pratt gets butts in seats too. Yeah, likable star, likable movie star. Yeah, Uh, and yeah, still works now. Yeah, to be fair. Yeah. Um, Opening of this film, pretty. I kind of like the uh, the egg hatching, the uh, eye coming. Is that yeah? The eye comes out, so you know they're making dinosaurs again. Yeah, and then the massive claw hits the ground, and it's a crow on a car, which is pretty funny. That was. It's a. It's a good like. Sort of nod to the original, yeah. 100%. How they would sort of set it up, but then you realize, oh, it's it's it's, it's just, a bird. It's, it's taking the piss, which I guess birds are descendants of dinosaurs. Yeah. But you know, so yeah, it's then go. showing that we've got oh, very smart. But then we've got you know this this family dynamic of like Judy Greer with her two kids and there's sent, a divorce happening. Divorce happening, yeah. and so she's like, you know, we'll send the kids off to their auntie. Yeah, the aunt. We- The auntie works at Jurassic World. Yeah, she's like the the head of it, basically, isn't she? Yeah, head of operations, played by Bryce Dallas Howard, who um, is great in this film. She copped. You know, there was a lot of discourse around the fact that she runs in high heels. I that the the discourse is so irrelevant because the movie literally makes effort to point it out and be like, hey. Firstly, we know this is ridiculous. Yeah. But secondly, she's pulling it off. So shut the fuck and up. And then eventually she takes them off. Yeah. I thought the scene, I, I love that scene. Like, uh, the first time I saw it too, I yeah. had a chuckle and I was like, but that's pretty so, fucking badass. It's so annoying how people like, a stupid out of everything <laughs> yeah i know right everything you go for you're like it's a movie about fucking dinosaurs and they're like Let's, but you know what even wouldn't if- happen girl wouldn't run in high heel shoes Do you know what yeah Fuck that, off. everything that's just you can even break it down to that scene where she holds a flare in front of a t rex and is like eh, come get me no one was complaining when jeff goldblum did the same thing yeah. in jurassic park jeff goldblum in his fucking open shirt <laughs> showing off his showing off his nip nip <laughs> Nothing. Fuck off, dumb discourse, motherfuckers. Just uh, anyway. Anyway, um, So the kids are going to Jurassic Jurassic World. World. We already know that shit's gonna go completely wrong. Yes. Oh god, like, and it's that same thing. You want that to happen? You're like, oh, there's more dinosaurs. There's more people. Let the shit run chaos. But you look at Jurassic World and you look at the like the rides that they offer. Yeah, I'd fucking love to go to Jurassic World. It looks oh, like a great theme park. It looks like an awesome theme. Like, like you've got the little petting zoo with the mini dinosaurs. Yeah, you get to sit in a bloody glass orb oh, and go that through thing's like awesome. And that yeah. scene, yeah, with the Indominus. Great, Rex, that's yeah. a great scene. One of my favorite fucking great favorite moments. It's like the most throwaway little comedy bit. Is when the guy that's operating the rides. Yes, he is great. When he's when he's when they cancel, yeah, he's like when they Guys, the, the my day. day. <laughs> he's he's popped up in like little uh, comedic bits. and he's in free guy as that's Channing Tatum. Like that's he's it. the Channing Tatum is his avatar, the avatar. Yeah, he that's great how it's like has to tell everyone is closed for the like, day. At first you see him just going. Thank you. Thanks. Welcome ne- to Jurassic yeah, cool. World. And he, like he says, it, he says it in the exact same tone. And then when she's like, you've got to close it down because this is when the dinosaurs oh, have gotten loose. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, boo. And he was like, don't it's- yell at me. It's my first time. <laughs> um, he is o- great. But obviously by that point, Claire's nephews have decided to veer off course. Yes. They're, they're, yeah. And they're not listening to Jimmy not listening. Fallon. No. Oh, f- <laughs> who fucking would? No, I mean that—that that was the one bit. But I you know remember what? The At the same went, time, it, that's exactly what a theme park would do. I, I know it's too. And so, Jimmy Fallon is exactly the type of guy to say yes to it. The satire got to Ugh. me. God damn it! Um, but but yeah, the dinosaurs are loose the again. The dinosaurs are loose. But the biggest threat, yep. is the Indominus Rex. The Indominus Rex, which has been created again by BD Wong, who returns. I can't remember oh, his character's name, but he just. I love it. I love that but he also, pops up in every yeah, film and, and he's like, and We every, fucked up. And, yeah, every film you just like you haven't fucking learnt yet. Yeah, he's he's like, Look at this new thing I tried. We fucked up. Lost world. Look at this new thing we've tried. And we, we fucked, fucked up. up. <laughs> and but he's great. And then but he obviously explains how they've like used DNA from every dangerous creature <laughs> alive. Which means the Indominus Rex can like camouflage itself. But they the best part is they didn't know that. They because, didn't know that. Because they were like where is the fucking Indominus so Rex? Yeah, so you get the scene where the the two kids have veered off, but then you also get the like like happening par- just the, before the, the park the- rangers, yeah. or like military, yeah, who are like we need to catch it. That scene is fucking brilliant. It's brilliant because yeah. So they don't realize it. They don't know it's camouflage yet, yeah, yeah. and then it's revealed that it has the DNA of a green tree frog, which has camouflage yeah. abilities. So that's it's, it's adapted. It's it's learned its own yeah. DNA. Yeah. So they're in there, and again, not not shy of the violent moments. No. That first ranger who gets pulled up and the blood that falls onto the camera. Yeah. I was like, holy fuck, that is brutal. And so that is Indominus yeah. Rex is horrifying. He's so, like yeah. SEAL Team motherfuckers. Yeah. So he's just like. The Indominus Rex is just wiping out this team yep. left, right. And then everyone is watching it happen because they're all, all of their, you know, cameras are attached Attached to it. yeah. yeah. Then, it looks fucking cool. Yeah. So then Bryce Ellis Howard is like, shit. we got to shut the heart. We've got to shut it down. But also my nephews, that she really hasn't given two shits about at no, this point. No, Like she's Actively not a, a great auntie. When you first meet her. She's a work first, like family yeah. second. So she, All just, she wants to do is, is work. And you know what? Fair, you know, she's running a. We're park. all guilty of it, but Judy Greer is like, "Hey, yep. can you just not be like, like, can you just not be you? Yeah, yeah, and just look after my children yep. that yep. I've sent to you." And Bryce Dallas Howard is like, "I'll give you passes, so that way you don't have to line up for anything." I know, it was which ridiculous. then makes me go, "Why did they line up for the pod one though?" See, just the plot needed it. Either way, they line up, so. That's her thing. Then she's like, I actually do care about my nephews. And she goes (laughs) off to look for them. (laughs) And then naturally she's like, oh, you know who'll help me? My little old fuck buddy. Well, they're not fuck buddies at this point. They had a date. They had one date. Didn't go very well. Chris Pratt is just like, he's a little bit too... He's playing that handsome boy too much on the no, nose. The, like it's He yeah. knows he's supposed he, to be the he, fucking hot shit. Yeah, he knows he's charismatic. Yeah. So he doesn't do it naturally. And he knows he's in shape. So he's kind of just like- He's uh, always yeah. in that sort of like brooding sort of- Not brooding. What's, a, what's I know the what thing you mean. The Rock does? Um, Smouldering. Smouldering. That's right. He's always Except got that sort of smolder on his face. But not as good as the not rock, as good as the rock, which is um, you're the worst person, the most biased person to, to, to ask that because That's we, very go, true. we know how much you love him. But but, he, but at the same time, yeah. in fairness, as annoyingly smouldering as he is, he's also training raptors. He is training raptors, <laughs> and it's fucking cool. Yeah, like it's that is cool. my favorite part of the movie. Is yeah. anything to do with him and the raptors? I'm like, this shit is every kid's dream. Yeah, to be able to like put your hand up and like talk to raptors. And the best part is. Even though in those scenes you would normally assume he has full control, I like the way the movie goes that it could go wrong at any moment. Yeah. And right? even from that first moment yeah, I was like, which that then cool. plays into later on in the movie when yep. it's kind of like, Oh, so we're trusting you and these raptors yep. to almost like save us. Yeah. And yet And you don't have complete control of Raptors, but no. we're just gonna let you it's so yeah. fucking cool. Um, and then we get the great shot of them all because obviously when they have to go out and try and kill the dinosaur, the raptors are running alongside them on the bike. And, and- obviously by this point, the park has been um, e- evacuated. evacuated. There's Oh, look, there was There's definitely attacks before the evacuation. Yeah. So before the evacuation, a- we get everyone panicking yeah. um, and we'll we will talk about it. We get a death scene that so many people have an issue with. Yeah, okay. And I understand it because yeah, it's brutal. Out of in context of what her character does in the movie, she does nothing wrong. No, so she doesn't deserve So it's Claire's it assistant who is She's a been, smoke, she's a smoking little British thing, and she's been tasked with looking after the boys. She's tasked with looking after the boys. She um we see her on the phone a, f- yep. a bit and the idea is that she's getting married. Yep. And she's kind of like a bridezilla. Yes, but yeah, they never really veer too much into that. So really, no. it's just because she's not incredibly attentive to the two boys. Yeah, in the final edit, and it's such an expendable character yep. in that. She's regard. got yeah, and it's because in the final edit, all of the bitchy stuff she did yeah got cut out. Right, so okay. she just seems like yeah, okay, like you're, you said, you're an not, assistant. She's not attentive. You've done you've done very little. Even if they left in all of the stuff that shows her that she's kind of bitchy to her husband-to-be, it still doesn't, it still doesn't mean she deserves to die the way she does. No. But the actress herself said, you're going to give me... A fuck off, awesome death scene. Good. So the actress, the yeah, scene's great. so the actress was actually like, "I'm not getting some run of the mill. If, yeah, if my character dies, it's not just going to be some like good thing." On her. And I was like, "You know what? Yes, because if you're in one of these movies, you want her death scene, and you shit, that's fucking memorable. Yeah. So, so because I wrote it down, I yeah. wrote down the play by play. Yeah, so." She gets picked up by a pterodactyl yep. and you think, oh, fuck. Oh, there she goes. Bye-bye. So, yeah. so you almost think, picked up pterodactyl. I wouldn't be surprised if we either never see her again and, or like, uh, or she gets dropped in in like- And funny that, because you know. she gets dropped and you're like, oh, bless. Oh, but she's dropped and then hit by another pterodactyl. Yeah. So, she's so just, you're like, yeah. two pterodactyls coming for her. She gets picked up again. Pterodactyls swinging her around and then she's dropped into into the pond So she's thing. dropped into this big vat of water where, where we already earlier, know where we already know there's a very angry dinosaur hungry little swimming dinosaur around. it's like the Shamu whale yeah. sea world sort of show but you sort of think fuck she's fallen into the water but it doesn't stop there because i no. uh, sorry i've lost where i'm uh, up to because the pterodactyls uh, then keep they keep going at her in the water in the water and like, then like they're like swooping sw- down at and her and like pushing the her water. across yeah the top of the water fucking so she's like basically almost like 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 drowning bring her up draining for air drowning her bring up for air and then just as one final fuck you yeah this big fuck off whale motherfucker comes through obviously to eat a pterodactyl who has just happened to be holding her holding her and she gets absolutely but well she's dead see you later unless she's like who's the fucker who lived in the whale's belly in the bible One of those guys. One of those guys. One of those guys. Um, One of those people guys. It was like, and it was funny because when that scene happened, when I first saw it, Mm. I didn't think anything of it. Yes. All I was like, was like, that's that's a fucking, it's brutal. But it's cool. And it's happening to maybe not the most substantial character. Right. Yeah. But fuck, that's a cool death scene. Iconic scene. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And then all of a sudden, naturally, because we can't have nice things. No. We get. Dumb fuck. That girl didn't deserve that, did she? And you go, oh, well, mate. Well, no, no one deserves either. to get eaten by no. a dinosaur. You weren't but, saying the same thing about the dude who got eaten on the shitter yeah, in Jurassic Park. I love the fact that the actress is like, I asked for it, mate. Good. And I'm like, good. Because if I was in a horror movie, I'd be like, you're killing me the br- oh, most brutal way you possible. You want the iconic death yeah. because that's what the movie requires. And that death scene, you think about it, that's the death scene you remember from this film. 100%. Like there are other characters that die. Yeah, I don't fucking remember how them die. <sighs> I remember hers though. I remember hers. Yeah, great moment. Great moment. Little a little earlier in the film as well. Another great sort of death as well is when Chris Pratt, the uh, uh, larger uh, security guard, uh, yeah, 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 uh, have to go in when they're like the Indominus isn't in here anymore, <sighs> and so the gates open, but it looks like it's climbed out. Like it's made it look like it's, it's climbed smart. out. It's, like used, it's It's clawed up the wall yeah. to make people think it's jumped out. But so we we're all like, oh, but it's invisible because it's using its camouflage. Which is fucking cool. And then it manages to bust out of the gate. I feel bad for that guy. I feel bad for that Mainly guy. Mainly because of the final look he gives right before he dies. I know because he's so fucking scared and then <laughs> yeah, he gets yeah. fucking chomped up. But I love that moment with Chris Pratt when he's running out of the gate and the gate's so close to being closed and the Indominus Rex just blows itself out. Yeah, Everyone's shitting themselves and he's under the car. I love that he cuts like the brake fluid to cover himself to cover the smell. Yeah, he's smart. And again, poor old little bitch Nick when the mouth of the Indominus comes under the car and I see the teeth and I go, "Mm, don't like that. Scared now thinking (laughs) about it. Um, Nick's just inverted himself. (laughs) I cannot move. So, and I know we've already touched on it in in that sense, but for me as well, this captures... A lot of the wonderment that Jurassic Park had for me, yeah, yeah. I don't think it. did... I, I'm not saying it did it better, no. But when I walked out this movie, the I was closest like, "Oh, it's fuck! It was just cool." I remember really enjoying the cinematic watch. Yes, and I've re- watched it. I think I've probably watched it two or three times since on Blu-ray, and I've liked it every time. It's and a I like it and as, it's also, as well. It's, it's really a great looking film too. Beautiful looking film. Yeah. Colin Trevorrow directed. Yes. this one. Who? Skipped Fallen Kingdom and came back for Dominion. Yes, and I think he skipped Fallen Kingdom because he was going to do Star Wars. He was, and then that didn't happen uh, either. And yeah, very unfortunate. Anyway, um, but here because nor there. we spoke about Fallen Kingdom, let's speak yes, about Fallen we, Kingdom. We we like Jurassic World. It'd be like Jurassic Park and then Jurassic World. If we're going in a if we're going in a rating, hundred oh, percent Jurassic Park, Jurassic World. I would put Jurassic Park 3 next. And I, then, I'd go... And then Lost I'd World. I'd go Lost World. Jurassic Park 3. 3. Right. And then this one. Fallen Kingdom. Yeah. 2018. Critics score 47%. Audience score 48%. So it's higher than Jurassic Park 3. Okay. Only just. <laughs> I would disagree though because I think this movie... Uh, okay. Here's a, little, here's a little fun story. <laughs> here's a little fun story for you, Pete. I had... I was like very much in the infancy of the Netflix fix Instagram reviews. Yes, this was when I was back. I was living in my share house with my mates. Had shitty lighting, had, shitty camera yeah, setup. We, we hadn't, we hadn't, we hadn't met. Uh, it was, it was a time before you, Pete. Oh, I'm I sorry. think you were probably just like looking at my Instagram being like this guy goes to so many cool movies How can I, I remember that? I remember commenting and liking some, I don't I know if it was f- for Jurassic World but Fall there Kingdom was some time, stuff that was I was some. like oh who's this guy who's this guy and why is he coming for my job and I just remember seeing his fan I was just like oh not a bad yeah. not a bad looking fellow oh Pete stop it <laughs> what went wrong? (laughs) Um, And so Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom is one of the first reviews I did. I went to an advanced screening the night before it came out and I came home and the opening line of my review is I'm going to cut to the chase. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom is a piece of shit and you don't need to see it at the cinemas. Then I ended the review uh, to sum this whole movie up in the words of Ian Malcolm and then I played the clip. Wow, this is one big big pile pile of shit. shit. I hated Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom when it came out. It was in my bottom 10 of the year it came out. Uh I couldn't find any redeemable qualities when I was like thinking about the movie again. Mm -hmm. Uh, Annoying characters. I hate the two young characters. uh, Unfortunately, Justice Smith. And I I can't remember Um, the actress's name. I think it's like Daniela Espinosa. I I don't like either of them. Uh, And obviously I hate, the little girl Maisie Maisie and Locked. her plot line and yeah. her ending line yep I hate how boring this film is but then I got trapped I got tricked <laughs> on the rewatch so for this for this podcast it was the second time I'd seen it like a stupid idiot who's addicted to shit I bought the steel book of this yeah because, that yeah well cause I I wasn't going to then I was like but I need it I'm like fucking Gollum when it comes to that no, Smeagol's, see, I, Smeagol's like remember when you hated dressing? it was like yeah, but they, I, I was gonna do like this <laughs> I, like I remember a- when <laughs> you needed drastic back and fall in the kingdom because I know the difference between chocolate and the shit. <laughs> that is the fucking holy shit! I can't wait to listen to that. Um, <laughs> I've done y- Gollum voices before, and I immediately went <laughs> for <laughs> Jared Leto and House of Gucci. <laughs> I own the steel book of this movie. Which surprises it me. It shocks because everyone. Because I know how much you disliked this film. So I put it in... But when did you put the movie in, Nick? Hey! <laughs> hey! hey. <laughs> <laughs> I know the difference! <laughs> um, and then for the first 10 minutes, I was like... Oh, what did I hate about this movie? I was exactly oh, the, the same. The first 10 minutes is actually pretty fucking good. Yes. Um... And then the characters (laughs) are introduced. Oh, and then like this movie happened. Because then we, like the opening scene is um, they're leaving. uh, I can't remember. Isla Nubar. Nubar, that's right. Yeah. Isla Sorna, Isla (laughs) Nubar. And they're trying to, they're trying to get the last of the dinosaurs out. Yep. And they get attacked by in this great, great scene with the awesome use of lighting where the, on the trawl or the light on the boat swinging in, you kind uh. of see the dinosaurs swimming under the water. Great, great use of tension, really great CGI um, and super intense way to start the movie. And then as soon as the characters introduced, the movie just goes so far downhill so quick. The I was human the same. story sucks. I was the same. So I saw this at the media screening... I took um which I'm assuming was like maybe the night before the advanced film. I think film. it, it was, was like a Tuesday or yeah, something. Yeah, I think so. Um and I took a girlfriend of mine who is a Jurassic Park Jurassic World fan. Friday, yeah. Um, and I yeah, I remember like and when I watched it for this podcast, it was the second time I'd ever seen it. Yeah. Because yep. I saw it in the cinemas. I remember coming out of that going, Oof, I did not like that movie. And I wasn't kind in my review. Um, and I rewatched it. I was like, I was sure that this was on Netflix or something. It's on binge. Oh, it's okay. the only yeah. streaming service it's on. Bless binge. So I was not like, watched it. And I was the same. The opening 10 minutes and I'm like, huh. Yeah. This, I was like, this is like a really well executed action scene. Yeah. You know, like again, they get in the pods, the pods go into the water like the, I admit it, the scene where Bryce Dallas Howard looks back at the island. Yeah. Oh. I was, I was like, that's a heartbreaking the Brachiosaurus. scene. Yeah. Just like screaming in agony as the fire and everything. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Like a heartbreaking like, scene. And I was like, this is a really- The really good- Slow version of the, the theme yeah. plays as well. So I it, was like, this is a really good way to open this film. And then I thought, maybe I have been. Maybe- Because I was like, I know that I didn't like- the human cloning aspect of it. And I hated Maisie. Yeah. But I was like, maybe that was clouded me too much. And maybe I will actually, maybe there are other, you know, because that whole, the the reason they're getting the dinosaurs off the island is because the volcano is erupting. Yeah. And that whole segment with the volcano erupting while at points, I was like, okay, this is like so over the top action. Mm. I was still watching it going like, oh, this isn't terrible. Yeah. And it leads to that possibly will go down as one of like the most iconic Jurassic Park moments yeah. when, when the you see the silhouette. Yeah. But but then, yeah, then, it's start, then it kind of... Because it's kind of like the movie you doesn't only feel realize like realise that's like 40 minutes into the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there's so much to um, go. It kind of almost feels like the movie hasn't properly started yet. Yeah. Because like, that scene kind it's of... It's like a whole prologue. Because that scene's almost very much just like, okay, we're picking up from Jurassic World. Yeah. Because like... You look at it. There's still stuff from Jurassic World, like the park itself. Yeah, There's still yeah. stuff sitting there. Like it's yeah. kind of like this is this is happening quite quickly, quite quickly after quickly Jurassic afterwards. World. Yeah, um, yeah. And then it just it just because then it just turns into this. You've got this story about this young girl Maisie who is. The daughter of a benefactor who initially went in of well, James Cromwell, the granddaughter, <laughs> uh, who is just evil man and every oh as, like yeah. as, I don't think Rafe Spall was good in this movie, but he does the yeah he plays douchebag well he does yeah. But it's kind of like. As soon as you see Rafe's ball, you're like, you oh, you're, go, you're, oh, you're the douche. You're douche. Like, it doesn't even matter if he's trying to be like the, the nice the guy. guy. Yeah. You just go, you're, you're the, the villain. Like, you're a douche. I know this. And yeah. you find out that James Cromwell's character was like one of the investors into Jurassic Park. Yeah. And he wanted, he wants his money back in a way. So, and he gets the embryos. Is I may have connected this wrong. Is he, he's the one who headed the company that... Wanted Nedry to steal the embryos, I think, is the connection, though. I think so. I could be wrong. Also goes to show that this movie- They don't do well. Immediately emptied my mind once I Uh, saw it. So now he has got BD Wong again to create dinosaurs. And you look at him and just go, your track record's not great. Maybe fourth time's the charm. But hey, whoever's paying you the most money, go there. And he's created a dinosaur, a version of a raptor that- is ultimately a weapon that responds to cues and signals and sounds Mm. and lasers to attack targets and ultimately leading to an auction to every bad country, mainly just like Russia and China. Like, (laughs) not bad country, sorry. Take that clip out of context as well. Nick hates Russian and Chinese people. Um, In the sense of like the bad army, bad guys in those countries uh, want to buy these dinosaurs and there's this dinosaur auction but it takes so long to get to that. Then there's this whole subplot inside that family with Maisie. Who's wanting like, to know. Who's the clone of like. Well, her, yeah, that's her, the reveal, who's isn't a clone it? of like her, like she's her mother. A se- she's essentially like her mother. Literally her mother. Like yeah. she is her mother. Yeah. And she watches all these clips of like. Oh, no, actually that doesn't happen in this movie. What movie does that happen in? I don't know. She um, watches clips. So she, um, <laughs> she sees like Chris Pratt. Yeah, that's right. She yeah, sees yeah. like she's obviously knows that. You know, yeah, it's related to that. It's fucked. Anyway, it's stupid. And it's like the thing is, though, the idea of rich people, yeah, auctioning off or buying dinosaurs. Yeah. I think that's a cool idea. I agree because it could be it's used. It could cool. be used really well. And this film constantly teases like if. Wrong people got their hands on dinosaurs. So yes. you're not just yes. the so yeah, not, yeah, yeah. So not just the fact that good intention people completely fuck up their ideas. Yeah, yeah. Which is happening with all of the previous films. Everywhere. This yeah. is a case of bad people having, having dinosaurs, dinosaurs. Which you just go, it's that could be interesting. Cool idea. It's and then and, and like weaponized dinosaurs. Weaponized. That's dinosaurs. The difference. Like these are these are genetically modified yeah. to attack on kids. And humans. then as you see, this film teases the idea of putting them out there in the world. Yes. And you sort of think, okay, it'd be so great if Dominion continues continues that. that. Because obviously at the very end of this film, we see the Vegas Strip and a pterodactyl there. The dinosaurs are uh, assimilating in the world. They somehow get to America. Yeah, I don't know how, yeah, magic, Um, I guess. But yeah, this film just, like the, the cloning stuff is... Is, is re- like it's it's weird to say oh in a movie about dinosaurs yeah, yeah, yeah. cloning a human is ridiculous. It's not done but it's, well. It's not done well. It's not done well and at all. And it's and it's she's she's an annoying character. She's a, yeah. And I feel bad because she's young. She's so yeah. young in this movie, but there's not a lot of great direction. She has arguably one of the worst line deliveries. <laughs> and in in a moment that is the one of the most frustrating parts of the yeah. movie is when. The dinosaurs are getting the dinosaurs that were up for auction are getting gassed to get killed because they were like we can't have these dinosaurs escape. Like we've mm. had this one weaponized raptor escape. It's killed a whole lot of people. Yeah, in a great scene where it's just massacring people. Yeah, and then annoying Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt also knows kung fu now and is fighting security guards. Yeah, I hate when that happens. When people are just all of a sudden good fighters, it's fucking stupid. Yeah. Anyway, Raptor kills people and then, so they decide they're going to gas these dinosaurs and it's Chris it's Chris Pratt and, and Bryce House Howard Claire who have the moral d- dilemma, debate between them. Like, we can't kill these dinosaurs but we also can't kill people and they make the decision. They're like, okay, we're going to choose not to kill people and we're going to yeah. unfortunately kill the dinosaurs. Yeah. And then because the dinosaurs are clones, Pete, I don't know if you know this, <laughs> and because little Maisie's a clone too, mm. wow, she hits the button and she goes... They're just like me. It is the I've probably done it justice. In fact, put me in, Coach. Get me to ADR that shit because and you know it what? Is the and, worst you, and you also know how you delivering. should say it. It's a Mia. <laughs> They're just like yes, a Mia. I know the difference <laughs> between a killer dinosaur and, and the shit. shit. Um, it is the worst. Like, and I feel bad for criticizing yeah. a small child but i remember in i remember the cinema experience and i wanted to laugh yeah. i genuinely wanted to laugh at that line because it is so bad and it's frustrating that she let the dinosaurs go and the other thing that i remember really it's probably like the smallest thing the other thing that really fucked me off was the music cues in this yes so at, towards the end when it's like you know it's the mansion that looks incredibly gothic all of a sudden because <laughs> yeah. it's got like there's, there's no lights on there's in no lights ever on. <laughs> and it's got like the gargoyle things yeah. hanging off of it it's a Guillermo del Toro yeah. movie yeah. man and they're like climbing up the, and it's like raining and they're on the roof that's right they're running away from yeah. the raptor and, and then, it's chasing and on and the, the roof and the music it's like that really it's like this unsubtle like Quiet oh, chant. It's so loud. Yeah, and it's so like, obnoxious noxious. Yeah, and I was just like, "Why really? oh, you're not even like you're not even trying to like?" No, it's, it's so and it's annoying dark. that it's from a very like capable director. I know J J. J. Biona, Biona. who directed The Impossible and um and a Monster and a Monster Calls, calls. Oh. two fantastic movies. So but I think again. I think he's I think it was a case of Rush sequel bad script and. Scripts. and it's just st- – and st- studio, I, d- I don't yeah. think he's – yeah, I don't – he's not, like, a studio – No. A studio person. Yes, yet. yes. Um. So, yeah, we kind of – It's just bad. It's bad. Like, honestly, Jurassic World is just – Just, just leave it. Just League. leave it. Yeah, it's leagues better than its its sequel. And then, I mean, while that's all happening, because obviously Chris Pratt and Bryce House Howard come into it because they s- – they sneak onto a boat that's leaving the island when it's all in flames and stuff. Yeah. And they manage to hide in the same cage as, wow, the T-Rex. Who would have thought? And because then we get a fight scene between the raptors and the T-Rex at the mm-hmm. end, which is so lackluster. Yeah. And it's over so quickly that, like, that was the most frustrating part. It, the T-Rex does kill Rafe's ball and that scared me. Like, that was a proper jump scare oh, yeah. where it comes out of nowhere and eats him. And I thought that was pretty great. Um, but there's just so much like apart from the volcano and the scene on the roof. And the only reason you remember the scene on the roof is because it's so fucking long. Yeah. There's really not that much excitement in this movie. And and like the one thing, one of the things that really annoyed me was, um, so there's a sequence where, um, Oh, one of the, I don't know, poachers or millionaires or hunters or whatever, whatever the fuck is trying to get the, the tooth, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Of The yep. supposedly um, sedated dinosaur. Yep, and you know the dinosaur like, and the shot has him, and then you see the dinosaur's eyes close. Yep, and like, the, the tail wags, and then the dinosaur's eye, and it's like, yeah, it plays it off like the dinosaur's like winking at the camera, like oh, I'm a I'm so naughty that I'm going to kill, like <laughs> like it's it's playing off like the. It's yeah, I know you know, what you like, mean. It's too, it's, like it's, it's almost it's, like the, it, the dinosaur's like smiling, like it's I'm like about, the like, fourth wall yeah, break like of the dinosaur. I'm about to kill it, and it's like it just uh, yeah. no, like I want you to, I want this dinosaur just to be savage and kill him. I don't yeah. want the eye looking up and then going, "It's happening now," isn't you know? It's, yeah, it's just there's just this movie. There's nothing it's, subtle about there's this. Nothing film. subtle, and it's so disjointed. Yeah, and it's and it's longer long than it needs to be. Long and it's boring, and I. F- just I hate. It's that long I, and it's boring, and I hate <laughs> it <this. laughs> That's my proper review. I'm a real critic. Um, I, I just hate that this first ten minutes baited me. I fell for it. Yeah, and then I was and just you know like, baited me, fucking, sucks. baited, fucking twice, twice. First oh. time, first time round, do you get it because you haven't seen it before? In the words of George Bush, "Fool me once, shame on you. Mm. Fool, me fool me twice, twice. you ain't gonna ever gonna fool me again." <laughs> Uh, this movie sucks. Yeah, it's it's not, it's, that's, I mean, we could have saved a whole conversation just because this have, movie sucks. But I'm glad we gave reasons for it. Yeah. To be totally yes. honest. You hear that, dude bros. If you say something sucks. Back it up. Have reasons for it. Back that shit. Back that shit up and not in the good way. Well, in both ways. We we allow both ways. I mean, I certainly do. Hey. Nick, might, Nick might soon. I... I don't back up per se. No, but I'm not a backer upper. -er. But you might let someone back up on you. But hey, hey. If your girlfriend keeps being sick. (laughs) Bless her. She's off with she's got the flu at the moment. She's got the flu. She got her super flu at the moment. She got the flu. She got the flu. Um so bless her for having to sit in that bedroom the last two hours and listen listen to to us. us. Shout about Jurassic Park. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Shout out. Uh, look, that's Jurassic Park, and it's very inferior sequels. Yeah, yeah. Next week, uh, as a like. The day this drops <laughs> um, on, in podcast world, Jurassic World Dominion comes out. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, the embargo for the film is the day of release in yep. Australia. So, we cannot talk about it. We cannot talk about it. The media screening for it is the night before. Yep. I don't want to say bad things, but that's never usually a great sign. Yeah, the media screening night before and embargo, embargo morning and of morning. kind of adds up to not a lot of confidence. Are we? Yeah. We're not. So, yes. Yeah. So, look- Hey. If you've listened if you've listened if you've listened to it, you might have gathered that we've we're not allowed to talk about it. We're not allowed to talk things. about it. Yeah. Like, like I'm going to say <laughs> it because people have released interviews for it. Yeah. We've seen it. We've seen the film. But we can't say anything about it. But we can't it. say anything about it. What we can say, interviews great bunch of people. I'll tell you what. The Jeff Goldblum interview. Jeff Goldblum was great. Is one of the greatest and things I've ever. And I noticed. got a great answer from Chris Pratt. And you did and Shout out, um, DeWanda Wise. Yes. Oh my God amazing interview yes won't say anything about her in the movie she amazing is amazing interview yes she so is so good yeah she's, she's so a, the people who are yeah. in Dr- the Jurassic World series yeah. love them yeah. love them to pieces and this is, this latest one has a good cast oh well the, exactly yeah. the legacy I mean, characters are back Sam Neill's yeah, back Sam Neill's back Laura, Laura Dan's, Dan's back, back. Jeff Goldblum again. B.D. Wong's back B.D. Wong's back, <laughs> BD Wong's back. <laughs> <laughs> can't keep him away <laughs> can't keep him away oh yes make another Jurassic World movie oh <laughs> need someone to fuck shit up <laughs> <laughs> I love B.D. Wong Um, so and look the the premise is exciting enough. Yeah, because the, the dinosaurs, dinosaurs are, are out there in, in the world. world. Um, naturally, Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard are the only two that can save the day. Exactly. So um, you know she'll be running around in combat boots now because because <laughs> God all the forbid um, scrutiny. Um, but yes, the movie it will will be out. And you'll be able to see our reviews for it. You'll be able to decide for yourself. June 9th, you'll see our reviews for it. Yep. Pete, the AU review. Yes. We'll have a written review. We'll have a written review. Uh, And we'll have... Just on Instagram. Just on the gram. Not, do, I don't have to. I don't have to do the written review for this one for Nova Stream. So one of the other talented writers there will be. Right. Will be heading um, that one up. But you'll have the interviews. I will have the interviews yes. though. So w- this comes out on the second, like around the sixth or the seventh. My interviews will drop. Yep. I'm um, assuming the same for you around then. Ah, uh, yes. Like in the few few days leading up to it. So keep a lookout for those. Um, but until then, next episode. Of the monthly movie marathon, Pete. We're doing something a little different. We've got we've got a little hiatus of, of releases we, in, in yeah, July. We realise that as much as July is often considered Moves one of the central. big months. And it's not to say that there's nothing coming out in July. No. But really, the biggest movie coming out in July is Thor Love, Love and, and Thunder. Thunder. And look, I'm excited for Thor Love and Thunder. I like the series. Ragnarok definitely... Re-energised the Thor brand. Yes, um, absolutely. I'm not mad about f- naked Chris Hemsworth in this no. movie. Uh, no. But I am threatened by Natalie Portman's arms. Yes. Yeah. Because Jesus. that is two tickets to the fucking gun show. Yeah. That would probably shoot me in the face. Yeah. <laughs> she looks um, strong. But we were like, as much as we could watch the Thor films, as much as we could watch Taika Waititi films. Exactly. We were also like, Thor... F- it's been done Yeah exactly You know yeah. Everybody loves Taika Waititi I don't think I think that I honestly think us talking about his films Would just be It'd be Probably unanimously positive Unanimously Unanimously positive The only thing I would hope it would Bring a light to Is some of his earlier work Like yeah. Boy And Eagle vs Shark yeah. And Hunt for the Wilderpeople. Yeah Oh god Hunt for the Wilderpeople. Love Hunt for the Wilderpeer. Um And then we were like Everyone's seen the Thor movies Yep We don't need to talk about them so and then the next release after that for Australia yeah. the Black Phone is the 21st of July yep. and we want to talk about Scott Derrickson's movies. Yes. However, that's like a 2 month gap between yep. podcasts.
1: And a, we just, a, a just don't want a podcast hit.
0: called the Monthly Movie. And no. we don't want you guys to be without us. No, because long. we know some of you go to sleep to so our tender you love little voices. hearing our velvety voices in your ear. And some of you yes. love to hear when we go <laughs> I know the difference between a chocolate and the shit! And if you've seen We're All Going to the World's Fair, you'll know just go to sleep. Oh fucking hell. Go to sleep, as go as much as I wanted that movie to be a lot better, there were some really great creepy yeah. moments out of Um room. I would oh. I would suggest people check it out. We're all going fucking, to the World's Fair. Fucking clown bed face. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Clown Ter- Bedface. Terrifying. Sleep smiling. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what I mean. Oh so, right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Clown bed face, sleep smiling. Creepy yeah. shit. Creepy shit. Or creepy YouTube videos that are sent to you. Yeah, and you watch them and it says, and uh, weird uh, and we also like weird tetris body stuff. Yeah, yeah. anyways. Anyway, um, but yes, we decided that we're going to just do something a little bit different. Nick, what are we doing? Well, Pete, we're both <laughs> interviewers? We are. So why don't we interview each other? Oh, I like where this is going. <laughs> I've got this black couch here called the <laughs> casting. Uh, um, Jokes on you, Nick, because you're like, trust me, you're gonna give me that role. <laughs> you thought you were the director of this motherfucking video? Um, I own fifty-one percent of this company. <laughs> James Crumble. all right, mate. Heavily, heavily inspired by, but not completely ripped from, one of my favourite podcasts is Films to be Buried with from Brett Goldstein. And he asks fantastic questions about movies that people have seen at certain points in their lives or how movies have made people feel. And Pete and I often have discussions about more, not always taboo, but, like, things in movies that people still are up in arms about. Like, moments in movies that... You find sexy but shouldn't find sexy. Yes. Or where movies have gratuitous amounts of one thing and not other, why there aren't enough dicks in movies Oof. as opposed to boobs and vaginas. Yeah. We're gonna we're just gonna ask each other the questions. Yeah. We're just gonna come with about, you know, a couple of questions, like a hundred questions each, and <laughs> and sort of break down and and you know, uh, see what See just how – see where our our interests our interest align. Line, see yep. if we are actually turned on by things that we really shouldn't be and if the other person's going to be yep. like huh. – You know what? I'm going to throw a curveball into this. All right. We want questions from you guys. Yeah. We want questions from you. Let's do a little Q&A. Yeah. So, if, you, if there's something that you would like to know about – Yeah. A f- like, if there's a film that you think – we should know about Do yep. you want to know what we think about a certain thing. Yep. As you said, if if there's like what movie, definitely not like specific movies, no. but, like but like things well, in. If film. you're like what movie turn like, yeah, we say what movie turns us on that shouldn't, but yep. what movie actually turns us on? Yeah, what's a sexy scene? Yeah, what's a scene that we never want to watch again? Yeah, what's ask a scene us, that makes us uncomfortable? Ask us about violence, drugs, sex, peen. all that stuff. Pain, movie pain, movie pain. Love a good movie. flicks. flicks yeah um. So what we'll do is, you can either DM us the questions, or I'll put a story up. Yep. And you can ask us questions. We won't there. be we won't be mad if you slide into our no slide in slide all the way. If slide you need all to. the way. Sli- seriously, slide all the way in. Why don't you shrink down and slide on in? Oh, and, and in. in a couple of days, <laughs> that'll yeah. make a lot more sense yes. if you watch a p- at least yeah the first episode ten- yeah yeah. If you're listening to this on Friday morning, yeah. You should probably watch something on Amazon that night. Yeah. To get the reference. To get that reference. (laughs) Anywho. But yes, keep on the lookout on their Instagrams. What's your Instagram, Pete? What's my Instagram? What's your Instagram? Well, my Instagram is rated P-D-G. And I'll put that on Instagram and I'll put it on my Twitter. And Twitter as well. On my Twits. And And, that... Oh, oh, no, you can ask me. You can ask me. Nick? What? (laughs) What, What's your gram, Nick? Uh, Usually, like... One <laughs> two, Oh sorry um Okay uh, <laughs> uh Flix Fix On Instagram And Twitter uh, And obviously You're listening to us On your podcasting platform Of choice But Yeah If you have Apple Podcasts And Spotify Why don't you go follow us on both Why don't you do both Why don't you download the why episodes you just, While you're there Yeah We're on Google Podcasts too Hey And people on- use it You guys If you're listening to us On Google Podcasts You are coming up in the stats that I read. Thanks guys. Thank you. We love it. We love it. And as always, thank you everyone for listening. We're very appreciative of it. Uh, And make sure you ask your questions. Yeah. For the next episode of monthly movie marathon.
1: (gasps) Mm, (laughs) Bye. (laughs)